presentation of high school sports. Now, it's time for the Cromwell Radio Football Friday's pregame show. Good evening and welcome to week six of the high school football season. After tonight, we will be two-thirds of the way through the high school football regular season and the fight for the playoffs is heating up. Some teams are going to try and clinch their spot in the playoffs tonight with their sixth win, while others are trying to get even closer to that magical five-win mark to become playoff eligible. My name is Eric Fry, and I'll be joined by Lane Blickham, Travis Sparks, and Todd Stapleton on the Cromwell Media Group pregame show for week six of the high school football season. Now let's not waste any time and get things underway by going to Lane Blickham with a look at teams to the north. Thank you very much, Eric. Looking forward to another exciting week of high school football. The Mattoon Green Wave fell to 1-4 and four with last week's loss to unbeaten Mount Zion. Final score was 35-14. to 14. Now, it's still a loss, but Mattoon is showing signs of heading in the right direction. Head coach Jared Kimbrough especially liked the way his offensive line played. The O-line did a pretty good job of getting movement on the first level, and so, so the O-line played better. You know, we're not where we want to be, but we're getting there. Mountain Zion built a 35-7 to lead. Many thought there might have been a running clock on the horizon for the Braves as they continued their unbeaten start to the season. But the Green Wave hung in there. Coach Kimbrough was proud of his team's effort, despite a big deficit early on. You know, our kids did a good job of battling and not giving up. And we're, we're making strides. You know, we, we've got to beat good teams. I tell them every week. You know, if you want to be a good team, you got to beat good teams. And, and we're getting closer. We just quite haven't made that turn yet, but I think it's coming. Some subtle steps in the right direction for the Green Wave, but at 1-4, and four, they now must win the final four games of the season to have a chance at the IHSA playoffs. And that, of course, begins tonight with the annual Coles County Clash at Eastern Illinois University as Matt Toon takes on 4-1 and one Charleston. The Trojans are coming in off a hard-fought win over Effingham, 21-17 to 17 on their homecoming game. Charleston has had their troubles against Mattoon in the Coles County Clash. Going back to 2012, the Trojans won the initial battle, 55-29. to But then there was a seven-year winning streak for the Green Wave, 56-28 in 2013, a 42-14 win in 2014. 2015's game was won by Mattoon, 48-14, a shutout in 16, 27-0. Green Wave took a 41-24 win in 2017. The next year, Mattoon, 36-24, and the winning streak continued into 2019 with a 27-14 Green Wave win. Charleston captured the game in 2020 in April. Remember, that was the COVID season, 27-7. Mattoon won in 2021, 32-27. Charleston won last year, 35-14. So the all-time series led by Mattoon, 8-3 in the annual Coles County Clash. Our stations up this way have the game double covered. Mattoon broadcast on 101.3 WMCI. The Charleston broadcast on Victory 103.9, both available at our website and the free MyRadioLink mobile app, MyRadioLink.com. The uh, Tri-County Titans are 0-5 coming into tonight's action. Titans are officially eliminated from playoff contention. They'll take on the Argena Oriana Bombers. Argena Oriana comes in at 2-3 on the season. Tri-County lost last week at Nokomis 42-0. Kind of an odd game to watch from a broadcasting and fan standpoint in the sense that the scoreboard was not operating throughout the entire game. Only the play clock was visible, so nobody in the stands really knew exactly how much time was left. But Nokomis had all the points, winning 42 to nothing, And that put the Nokomis Redskins at 3-2 and two on the season. 
You can hear Tri-County and Argena Oriana. They played a great game last year, won by the Titans in the final seconds. Hear it on 92 on the Axe, MyRadioLink.com, and the free MyRadioLink mobile app. Arthur Lovington, Atwood Hammond, and Sullivan Okaw Valley have taken control of the Lincoln Prairie Conference standings to this point. Both teams are 5-0. and ALAH will take on that Nokomis team tonight in Arthur with the Redskins at 3-2, and but a very difficult schedule coming up starting tonight with the ALAH Knights. Meanwhile, in the Central Illinois Conference, the Central A&M Raiders at 2-3, and three, coming in off a loss to Tuscola last week. They'll take on Warrensburg-Latham. The Cardinals are also 2-3, and three, so a matchup between two teams trying to put themselves in a position to sprint for a playoff spot in the final third of the season. They'll tangle tonight in Mawequa. The Shelbyville Rams ranked number 7 in Class 2A at 5-0. and oh. They'll take on the Meridian Hawks, who are 1-4, and four. and Clinton at 3-2, and two will host 2-3 and three Tuscola in the Central Illinois Conference tonight. I'm Lane Blickham. Let's enjoy the games tonight, guys, on the Cromwell Sports Network. Thanks very much, Lane. Now let's talk about the Cumberland Pirates. Cumberland is coming off their second loss of the season, a tough one to Arthur Lovington at Wood Hammond last week, 14-6. Cumberland made too many mistakes as they had eight penalties for 45 yards and two turnovers. Cumberland defense, however, did do a great job of stopping this Arthur offense that before last week had scored 30 points or more every single game. They held them to only 14 points and 168 total yards while also forcing three turnovers. However, the Pirates just couldn't finish off drives as Cumberland was able to outgain Arthur and put up 239 yards of total offense, but it just wasn't enough on the scoreboard. The Pirates will try to rebound by taking on 2-3 and three Arcola tonight. Arcola is coming off a 21-14 loss to Villa Grove last Friday night. Arcola is dealing with some injuries and are clinging to a playoff chance as they currently sit at 2-3 and three with Cumberland tonight and still on their schedule Arthur a little bit later on. Can the Pirates keep up their recent winning ways against Arcola or will the Purple Riders step up to the plate and put a dent in the Pirates' playoff hopes? Find out tonight on WCRA, online at effinghamradio.com and the free Effingham Radio app. Now let's look at another team that is clinging to a playoff spot, and for that, we go to Travis Sparks. Thank you so much. Effingham is coming in to their homecoming game with the vibes that can only be described as, well, it could be better. Hearts are reeling after last week's 21-17 loss to Charleston. Just too many mistakes, penalties, and missed opportunities. FEM did actually start off the game well, take the ball 65 yards down the field on 10 plays, and Weldon Dunstan finished it off from 9 yards out to FEM ahead 7-0. Charleston would respond with a touchdown of their own. From there, both offenses struggled to move the ball consistently as both teams traded punts and turnovers on downs. Charleston would finally break free, though, with two minutes to go, scoring on three plays, and tailback Brett Sporf took the ball off tackle and took it 53 yards to the house for his second score of the night to put the Trojans ahead 14-7. FEM put a nice drive together, though, to try to even things up before the locker room, and things were going well, or so FEM thought. I caught up earlier this week with Brett Hefner, the head coach of the FEM Hearts, to discuss the great start as well as that game, a changing play before the half. Yeah, I thought we did some things well early. You know, again, I think any time that you can score off the bat like that, we made a couple good decisions. A couple guys made some made some big plays, keep some things alive on that drive. But still, just the same, just the same story. Especially in the first half, just 
just a couple situations where we didn't do very smart things and, and kind of put ourselves behind the eight ball. You know, at the end of the first half, you know, getting points on the board was key, but I think the part that was frustrating about that was we we get a long completion and then we scramble. You know, we talked about going into it. You can't take a sack. We know we had the timeout left. We didn't want to lose yardage. Yeah. Scrambled and got down to the one-yard line, which we'd have gone for, but we had a penalty for being lined up incorrectly. So there's a difference in having a chance to go for a touchdown and having to kick the field goal. You know, as big, you know, Michael got points. So at least that was a positive heading into the half. And that play would loom large as Effiam would come out of the locker room, taking the ball into the end zone, an eight-yard scramble by Gillum to put Effiam on top, 17-14. to 14. I tell you what, you know, like as you said, you know, to start out, you know, your first drive of the game offensively ends up in points, and then that first one to start the second half, yeah, especially coming off a field goal. I mean, there's ten points there, pretty pretty good swing, and after we score, we do a good job of creating a stop, get the ball back, run two plays, get a first down, feel good about things, and then lay the ball on the ground on their side of the fifty, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, leads to an easy touchdown for them. You know, and the frustrating part about that was I think they were they were kind of teetering on. If we put something together in that drive, right. we're off to a good start. That I think, yeah. I think they were going to be in trouble, and instead we give them life, and uh, they hit us with a not a trick play, but it's something that we really that mm-hmm. we hadn't seen them do on film. Yeah, it's a big momentum play for them, and then it leads to them scoring, and then uh, we had our hands full. They would have all the momentum seemingly from there. A one-yard touchdown run by fullback Ben Coffey gave Charleston the lead. A 21-17 would ultimately be the go-ahead score. Jacob Weaver returned a very nice return of all the way to the Charleston 31-yard line, only for the Hearts to just turn over the ball and downs again. One last gasp by Gillum Heave landed into the hands of Landon King, and that would seal the deal for Charleston. The Hearts unfortunately fall to two and three and one and one in the Apollo. After the past weeks in Coles County and watching Mattoon and Charleston, their homecoming festivities, it's FM's turn to host Taylorville for their homecoming game this year. And, it, and it's well. and it's tough, you know, like the two games that we get from them in trade are two teams that don't do anything similar to us. So then it's hard to you know, it's hard to get a feel for what they might do. You know, uh, they played a ton of young kids last year, so they're a year yeah. older this year. You know, the coach's son is the quarterback. Um, they do a really good job with their schemes uh, on both sides of the ball. Their kids play hard. They're very physical. So, um, you know, so we'll have our hands full again this week. The Tornadoes got off to a great start with a lot of players from a year ago. The Tornadoes led by head coach Jeb Odom, his 15th year roaming the sidelines. They're trying to get back to playoff form from 2013 to 2019. This year they start off 3-0, and but back-to-back weeks of running into Mount Zion and Muhammad sees the Tornadoes coming in here at 3-2. and And it's always an exciting uh, time for a homecoming, and we'll see if FEM can get back on track tonight. Elsewhere, some big games in the Apollo this week. A huge game in Muhammad for conference implications. It is 5-0 Mount Zion against 4-1 Muhammad Seymour. We cannot wait for kickoff tonight of week number six. Hey, the playoff push gets started tonight for teams in the area. So, but for now, that's it for me. And I'll throw it back to you, Eric. Thanks very much, Travis. Now let's check in on what's happening in the South Central Conference. And for that... We go to Todd Stapleton. And good evening and welcome to coverage for week number six in the South Central Conference. After tonight's games, 
We will be two-thirds of the way through the regular season. The Vandals come into tonight at 4-1 and one on the season, coming off their 59-32 victory over North Mac at home this past Friday. And the Vandals have a tall task tonight. They will be at Greenville to take on the 5-0 and Comets. Big rivalry game and the biggest game of the conference this week, 4-1 and one versus 5-0. and oh. Vandals coach Jason Clay says this is why you get ready for the game. Yeah, I think there will be some, you know, build up going into it, and especially from a fan side, you know, I mean, that's as fans, it's all all you got left, you know, you don't get to play the game, and and uh, you know, as coaches, we get to dive into the preparation during the week, and then and then Friday night, the kids get to go out there, and you know, that's one thing we just try to preach to them is, you know, enjoy it, have fun, and be excited to to run around and play football with your buddies. You know, you only get so many chances to do it, and and uh, you know, it's it's one of those things that you. You know, the more the more success you have, the more opportunities you earn, and and uh, you know it's a great experience. And once the ball's kicked off, it all kind of settles in and goes out the window, and it just comes down to doing the things that make you successful. You know, whether it be blocking or tackling, you know, executing the offense or uh, you know making the plays on defense, and uh, that's where hopefully the training kicks in, and and uh, we just we, we're able to prevail. Coming into week number six, the Vandals are the highest scoring team in the conference. They've scored 202 points through the first five weeks. The Greenville Comets have allowed just 33 points through the first five weeks of the season. Game time tonight from Don Stout Field will be 7 o'clock. We'll have the game for you on 107.1 FM WKRV. Available streaming at VandaliaRadio.com and on the Vandalia Radio app. Other games around the South Central Conference for tonight. The Carlinville Cavaliers are 3-2 and two on the season. They will be at Verdon tonight to take on the 1-4 and four North Mac Panthers. Litchfield, they're 2-3 and three on the year. They'll be at 0-5 Gillespie tonight. Pena coming off their first loss of the season last week to the Greenville Comets. The Pena Panthers are four and one on the season. They will be at two and three Hillsboro tonight, and a couple of two and three teams will be matching up in Piasaw tonight. The two and three Staunton Bulldogs will take on the two and three Southwestern Piasaw Birds. So the Vandals four and one will be at five and zero Greenville. It'll be three and two Carlinville at one and four North Mac. Two and three Litchfield at zero and five Gillespie. Four and one Pena at two and three Hillsboro. And two and three Staunton at two and three Southwestern. That's a look at the South Central Conference in week six. I'm Todd Stapleton. Thanks, Todd. Now let's look at some other action going on in the area. In Lincoln Prairie action, it'll be three and two Nokomis heading to undefeated Arthur Lumpton Atwood Hammond. Sullivan will look to stay undefeated themselves as they travel to two and three Sagamon Valley. And one and four Saragordo will head to two and three Villa Grove. And finally, in Little Illini Conference action, one and four Newton will be at two and three Paris. It will be four and one Mount Carmel heading to zero and five Olney. What is a big rivalry there? Speaking of rivalries, it'll be one and four Marshall traveling to five and zero Casey. And finally, one and four Robinson will host four and one Lawrenceville. Well, that will wrap things up for week six of the high school football season. For Lane Blickham, Travis Sparks, and Todd Stapleton, I am Eric Fry. Thanks to everyone for listening. Now let's take you to the booth as kickoff for week six of the high school football season is just moments away. And now, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM present... Pontius takes the snap, play action pass. He's looking to throw, loads up, and it's going to be caught. 30 yards from Estrada goes into the 
Effingham football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Time for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Hey, very pleasant good evening to you, everyone, and welcome in to Effingham High School, Clostrum Field at Washington Savings Bank Stadium. It's homecoming at 20 and 23 for the Effingham Flaming Hearts. They match up against the Taylorville Tornadoes tonight, and welcome in to the broadcast, Travis Sparks, alongside Dominic Dater, and we'll be here calling all the action tonight here on The Voice. Of Evian Hearts Football, 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM, as this is a, a pivotal matchup for both of these teams as Taylorville comes into this one at 3 and a 2 and 0 oh and 2 in the Apollo Conference. And Effingham comes into this one at 2 and 3 and 1 and 1 in the Apollo. As the last week it was a 48 to nothing shutout loss against Muhammad Seymour. Hearts will see the Bulldogs next week as we travel up to Muhammad. And then the last week, of course, Effiam falling into a Charleston there, 21 to a 17. And I got the vibes around the school and talking to some people that that was just a disheartening loss and a gut-wrenching loss for the Hearts the last week as they had some opportunities to make something happen. But ultimately, there were too many mistakes, too many penalties, and a turnover that had some uh, crucial times as well that went against the Hearts. And they'll look to uh, bounce back tonight. Here on homecoming after watching Mattoon and uh, Charleston up in Coles County both celebrate uh, their homecomings. The FEM spoiled Mattoon homecoming a little bit, and Charleston actually won on their homecoming, and FEM trying to do the same here uh, tonight. So FEM trying to get back on the winning ways as we uh, enter week number six of high school football here, Dominic. Yeah, yeah, it's... Um... Excuse me, yeah, it feels like uh, Effingham uh, let one slip away up last week up there in Charleston, but like you said, lot, lots, a uh, lot of penalties, a lot of mistakes at the, uh, at the, at different times, um, at, at costly times, and, uh, yeah, I just feel like they, they let one, let one slip away, slip away there, but, uh, they definitely do need to bounce back here tonight against, uh, against, uh, Taylorville here on their, on their homecoming, and, uh, I believe I believe they will do that here here at home, and uh, I know Coach said last week he was he was kind of disheartened, and he said you know they need to, to fix fix themselves fix themselves first. I'm, I'm sure they've definitely definitely worked on that, and definitely being being here at home should definitely help uh, hopefully help help fix that. And I I believe they'll uh, they'll uh, positive things will happen here happen here tonight. So, uh, but yeah, they definitely let one slip away. Last week against Charleston, and uh, so yeah, that puts them at two and three overall. Um, you know, if you look look down the road, you know, towards towards the playoffs, uh, you know, you definitely need definitely need this win here tonight. And uh, then we go up to Muhammad Muhammad Mount, Mount Zion and Centralia the three games after that, and uh, definitely some tough. Not that Taylorville is not going to be a tough game here tonight, but. Uh, Definitely some tougher, tougher competition coming up down the road for for the Hearts. So uh, 
But one game at a time as they uh, get ready to take on Taylor Real here tonight. And I, I think uh, I think Coach Heffner will have the, the team ready to go and uh, they'll, they'll want to come out here and show uh, you know show them that uh, show Taylor Real and Effingham, you know, that uh, last week was just a fluke and they're better than that and they can uh, they can they, they can play uh, much better football games. So yeah, I'm glad that you used the, those words of that it was taking it one week at a time because at this point in the season, that's all you can do sure. is that uh, you can't change the uh, two and three record. You like to have a couple of plays back here and there, and that right. Mount Carmel game, the plays last week, but ultimately you cannot happen. So you gotta can't look ahead too far ahead down the pipeline. Obviously, everyone just kind of naturally does that with what's coming sure. with Mount sure. Muhammad and Mount Zion, but. At this point in the season, you just got to take it one step at a time and not get too ahead of yourself as well. As you just keep saying, it seems like the same thing week after week of uh, trying to find uh, something within the hearts to uh, correct themselves before they can concentrate on uh, their opponents. And I think actually uh, we kind of joke with uh, Coach Heff all the time about his uh, thoughts on homecoming and on Wednesday. I talked to him, and the parade was on Wednesday, so they lost about an hour or an hour and a half worth of practice time and i know it's some of the coaches favorite weeks of uh, the year but honestly i think this year was kind of a good distraction if you will because of just how the way they lost the game last week and just saw some stuff on a film of the attention to detail and that's what coach heff was talking about this week and what he really wanted to hammer home because really we talked in length uh, both on the interview that you heard earlier this week and off of the air as well with uh, Coach Heff about just the just the little things and that uh, penalty before the half last week when it was fourteen to ten and they got points out of it. But that was you know a touchdown swing there if they still had sure. the ball on the one yard line. Sure. He said they yeah. would have went for it and who's to say they would have punched it in. But right. uh, that could have been a fourteen fourteen game going into half and then Heffingham scores to come out of the locker room and then it's all twenty one fourteen and. You know, Charleston eventually score, you'd think, and tied up, and who knows what would happen sure. at that point. So sure. it's just uh, the little things, and you never know what type of play could come back and haunt you. And that was one of those right before the locker room definitely hurt the hearts last week and just goes to show you just the attention, a little difference between a win and a loss can be just that razor-thin line that winning and losing can be. Yeah, definitely, definitely, uh that uh, you know, legal formation penalty. We kind of call it a ghost flag there last week because we, uh, I, I didn't see a flag, or, and it wasn't really called until uh, both teams were in, in the huddle with seconds left to go before you know the Hearts thought they had the ball at the, the one yard line when the officials called the, the illegal formation penalty and you know backed them up. But uh, yeah, hopefully uh, it sounds like uh, you know Coach Hefner and his staff are going to try to pay attention to detail. I know they. You know, over the last, you know, really the, the whole year, I know there's been a game or two where they haven't had a whole lot of penalties, but there's been, you know, more more games than not where they've had those, those you know, penalties that maybe, you know, the, the false starts or encroachments or those, you know, stupid penalties, I guess, for lack of a better word, you know, the penalties that, that probably, probably shouldn't happen, um, you know, so I'm sure that they've, they've, they've worked on, worked on those and, uh, and hopefully they're going to get get better at that. And yeah, like you said, you know those penalties right there, they can 
uh, you know, swing, swing the game, you know, touchdowns, you know, one, one way, one way or the other. And yeah, who knows? If, you know, who knows that that outcome last week? If it would have been tied 21, 21 in the fourth quarter, who knows? Who knows what what would have happened? But uh, Effingham definitely had other chances in the in that in that game as well. I know uh, Jacob Weaver had a big sixty nine yard uh, return, and they couldn't. Uh, their offense kind of stalled after that. And you know, there's there's another other area of opportunity that they definitely need to take advantage of when they have big plays like that to keep the momentum going and you know punch the ball, you know punch the ball in the end zone and uh, get get that six points. So you know, I'm sure. Coach and his staff has gone out over that with the kids, and I'm sure that they're ready here tonight and uh, at homecoming, you know, and uh, you know all the everybody's you know dressed up and, and everything. So I'm sure they want to make them proud and make everybody proud here on homecoming night and weekend, and uh, go into that dance tomorrow night and uh, you know victorious and uh, you know go on uh, three and three after after tonight. Yeah, and uh, you have heard anything on the uh, uh, family of networks about uh, my experiences on homecoming my senior year. They, uh, we lost, and it was against uh, Robinson. It was the only game that Robinson won uh, that year. It was against us, and uh, Saturday's kind of dance was a little uh, subdued, so you definitely want to win, and after all the festivities during the week of dress up and spirit day, you're on pep assembly schedule and everything, and it's just a different excitement, and just being back home as well after uh, being on the road the past couple weeks in uh, Coles County, and Taylorville is over there on the far sideline. They ran out onto the field. They're wearing their white jerseys tonight on the road, and the purple pants with the purple helmets, and it's going to be Jeb Odom, his 15th season there at Taylorville, leading the Tornadoes on the sidelines, and they were trying to return to form, as you just heard in that pregame show there was a stretch where they made the playoffs consecutively from 2013 to 2019 but back-to-back seasons of uh, only a two wins on the year two and seven the last couple of years and this year they started off nicely they had uh started off three and oh with uh, three uh, nice wins and uh, those they came in week number one uh 41 to six winning it's all me and then in week two they uh, defeated robinson who FEM also uh, be in week one, and then also 15 to nothing against Columbia in week three. But then two weeks ago, they lost 28 to six against Mount Zion, and then as I mentioned at the top, 48 to nothing against Muhammad last week. So they're trying to snap a two-game losing skid, and FEM trying to get back on track as well as uh, Taylorville. A lot of names from uh, last year. You'll remember they only had three seniors on the whole entire roster last year. So. Uh, the quarterback that was a sophomore last year is now a junior. It's a Baron Odom. And uh, what's difficult for Taylorville to prepare for is they have about six different guys who can get the ball and can get the ball into the end zone. And it's kind of hard not to key on just one person. We need to start a lineup, so while we're still waiting the arrival of the FEM Hearts, I believe the Bane is starting to play. So that means the Hearts are close and the crowd rises to their feet as well. On the offensive line of four, the FEM Hearts, they're going to start number 53, Brian Wessendorf. At left guard, it's going to be 51, Maddox Burner. At center, it's 64, Brady Stortzum. Right guard is 71, Landon Wallace. And right tackle, number 76, is Seton Hall. At the tight end position is number 81, Colton Webb. Wide receiver is number 12, Brody Belcher. And number 11, Andrew Watts. The fullback is number 83, Hunter Reed. As the fireworks go off above Clock Smooth Field at Washington Savings Bank Stadium at the arrival of the FEM Hearts. 
straining and they uh, take the field. The rest of the starting lineup, number seven, tailback Weldon Dunston, and number one, Gage Gillum, the uh, quarterback. On the defensive side of things for FEM, number 88 is Caden Metzner. He's the defensive end. Defensive tackles are number 75, Eli Mindendorf, Charlie Ring, number 99. Defensive end is Michael Love. Two linebackers are Spencer Fox, Caden Coverline. Defensive backs are Nick Martin, Logan Kessler, Zach Donaldson, Wade Busher, and Jacob Weaver is the deep safety there. And as for the Taylorville Tornadoes, we're going to see them first because FEM won the coin toss and they deferred to the second half. So we'll see this crew run out there first for the Tornadoes. Number 15, Baron Odom. And number 20, Clark Rare is the running back. The fullback or the X-back is number 22, Owen Mater. Wide receivers are Clark Durbin and Finn Newman as well. And so uh, we're going to step away, and we're going to step away here for the National Anthem, and we will return here with the kickoff of Taylorville and FEM here on Jack FM. Here on the near side, he looks on the opposite side. A little bit of a high pass 
and it'll go incomplete. They're trying to get it to uh, Clark Rare there, and it goes incomplete, so it'll be fourth down. So maybe a three and out here by Taylorville. Zach Donaldson will be back to receive the punt. Zayden Sides will be uh, the punter for the Tornadoes. And Donaldson's going to set up about the 45-yard line, so just right close to midfield here. So it looks like it'll be a three and out for Taylorville. Good snap, and the punt is away. It's going to be a short line drive, but they're going to let it bounce onto the turf. And Donaldson gets way far away from it, and it's finally going to roll all the way down to about the 35-yard line. That's where Taylorville touches it down, and that's where Effingham will set up shop to begin their first possession of the game. That was, a, that was a good kick there by Taylorville. Nice job there by Zach Donaldson. Just let that one uh, let that one bounce and uh, land where it's at the 35-yard line and uh, not try to touch it and have anything uh, bad happen. It's hard to take over on offense here. So it'll be a high formation, and Gillum will go up in the center. And Dunstan will be in the backfield. And Gillum's going to take the snap. Short little throw out here to a lot, and he catches it. He's at the 40 before he's knocked out of bounds. And so that's going to be a gain of about five yards, Zane. It'll bring up second down. They're going to give him a gain of six there, but that was a nice little uh, throw out to loss to the sideline, gain some, some yards, a uh, quick uh, second to short here for the Hearts. High formation again, and Gillum will go up on our center again. And then Gillum will take the snap. He'll turn and hand off to a Dunstan looking for room on the right side, cuts it back up the middle, and he's close to the 45-yard line. And so he's right at the six. We'll see if they will give it to him. I think he's going to be... Nope, now they're going to move the chain. So, got just enough there on that four-yard run. Yeah, just enough to get that first down. I wasn't sure either if they're going to give it to him or not, but obviously it is. Gillum will send Belcher in motion, throw out two a lot, and trying for that quick hitter, but it just goes incomplete. And so that'll bring up second down. That was a good throw there by Gillum, but Loss just, uh, just couldn't couldn't hang couldn't hang on to. Tried to slip right through right through his hands there. So, be second and ten for the Hearts. Ten oh nine remaining in of the first quarter. We're just underway here on Homecoming twenty twenty three, and Gillum looks like he'll be in the shotgun this time. He'll send Reed in motion, and it's going to be a pass, and it passes towards the middle. Pass is complete. I think that was Belcher who made the completion. And that is Belcher, and it's getting close to that first down marker, and he got it. So a 10-yard gainer there, and a first down for Effingham. Um, second first down of the game. And so the Hearts are moving into Taylorville territory at the 45. And it'll be Gilm on their center, and it's a single back formation this time. They'll send Belcher in motion, and they're going to hand off to him on a jet sweep. He's looking to turn the corner. He's got the corner, and he lowers his head, and he gets thrown down out of bounds. Nice little run there on the jet sweep by Belcher, and that'll bring up second and short. They're going to say he gained about nine yards on the play. So it'll bring up second and one. That was a nice uh, jet sweep run there by, by Belcher. He lowered his head there at the end to get, uh, get a few more yards there on that. Second and one, and Gillum will be up on our center. He'll take the snap. He'll hand off to a Dunson, and he hops and finds some room. And he's into the secondary. He's up to about over the 30-yard line. So that's the first down 
Wrapping in the third on this drive already. And it's going to move it up to the 28. About an eight-yard gain there. So FEM in business. Gillum will go up in the center. And he'll take the snap, and he'll turn and hand off to Dunson. He finds the room up the middle, and he cuts it close, just shy of the 20-yard line. So that'll bring up second and about three or four, and give him five yards on the play. FEM doing a, doing a nice job of just uh, taking the ball, taking the ball right up the field. They just look like a different team, more confident, and they're just uh, ready to go and ready to put some points on the board. Exactly, yeah, I like that. They do look confident tonight. Sure. It's going to be a short little pass to Watts. He steps on one guy. He's trying to stay in bounds, and he's finally knocked out of bounds. And he's got just shy of around the 20-yard line, just shy of the 15 there, actually. And... Uh, they're going to give them a first down again. They'll move the chains to the 18. They gain about five yards there. First and 10 at the 18. Gillum will go up in the center. He'll hand off to a Dunstan. Trying to find a room on that right side, but there's not much there that time. As Taylorville was ready for it. It was only a gain of about one. So it'll be a second and about nine. On to the run there by Dunstan. You're going to say it's actually a no-gainer. So it'll be second and ten. Still at the 18. Gillum will turn and hand off to Dunstan again. He cuts it back to the left. He's got one block. He's at the ten. He's at the five. And he's in. Touchdown. Effingham. That's a look at my chicken pulling my pork barbecue. Effingham touchdown. And it's 6 nothing hard on the 18-yard run by Weldon Dunstan. Tenth play of the drive, and FEM is in. Donaldson will be the holder, and Stefton will kick it up, and it's through the uprights, up and good. So it's 7-0 FEM, 8.04 to go in the first quarter, and we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Hart Football here on Jack FM. Weston Company, certified public accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. You're listening to Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to FEM High School here at Homecoming 2023. As FEM is on the board of first, just like they were last week. 18-yard touchdown there by Weldon Dunstan. Finishes off a 10-play, 65-yard drive there. And FEM's on top, 7-0. Michael Stefton will boot it away. And a nice kick there by Stefton. It's going to go all the way into the end zone where it's going to roll. And so that's going to be a touchback for Michael Stefton. And so Taylorville... We'll set up shop at the 20-yard line on their second possession after they went three and out last time. 
that was it was a slow start for Taylorville on their on their last drive. But I like what FMM did on their their first drive. Ten plays capped off by an eighteen yard touchdown run by uh, by Weldon Dunstan. Let's see if the Hearts can keep the momentum going in their favor on the on the defensive side and uh, looking to keep keep the keep the vibe positive here tonight and uh, keep the momentum and keep things going in, in their favor. Aaron Odom will go up in our center on first and ten of the twenty. He'll send a couple of guys in motion, stacking up that left side, and it's going to be a handoff to that left side. There, and it's going to be squirts through some traffic, and he's got the first down. And there is a flag on the play. That play was a Thomas Gettings on the run. And it's going to be a penalty on Taylorville. And it's going to be holding on the Tornadoes. So that negates a first down play there by Gettings. And so that'll back him up some, and Taylorville going in the wrong direction here on the first play. Yes, they are. That's the first penalty tonight by uh, either team. And uh, backs Taylorville up. Uh, yeah, it would have been a first down, but uh, backs him up 10 yards. So, uh, so first down, it's uh, first and 20. Yep, and it'll be at the 10-yard line, their own 10-yard line. Tornadoes will take the snap in the shotgun. Odom's feeling the pressure. Just gets it out there. And the pass is complete. He does have some space. He loses one tackler, and he gets all that yardage back. And he spun for a possible first down. Yep, he did. He got it. About a 22-23 yard completion there. Just a full, just a running back screen there to Clark Rare. And hold on a second. Or nope. I thought we had a penalty there, but nope. It's a first down. On that little screen there, up to the 32 for Taylorville. Nice 22-yard uh, pass play there down the Taylorville sideline for Taylorville's first first down of the game. And Odom will go up on our center. And Odom will send a man in motion. And Odom takes the snap, and it's going to be a, a fullback dive over on the left side. Met there by the defensive line for FEM. Mendendor trying to draw the ball loose. And it's going to be a gain of about three yards there. I believe that was rare with the carry. And so it'll be a gain of three yards to the 35 on that short little run by Taylorville. Yeah, not much going there. The Hearts defense was all over over that one. So let's see if they can uh, keep it up here on second down. It's going to be Odom in of the shotgun. He's got a tailback on his left shoulder, and it's going to be a direct snap. And still on his feet. Actually, that Odom, he kept it, pulled me. And it's going to be a first down. But there is a flag. So it's going to be another penalty on Taylorville. So the second time a holding penalty wipes out a first down for the Tornadoes. Talked about penalties and mistakes on the hearts side the last few weeks but yeah here's right so far it's uh, affecting Taylorville yeah that definitely would have been a uh he got it across the 50 yard line it would have been in uh Effingham territory there but uh holding penalty the gates that brings it back and uh instead of first and 10 from probably about the 48 49 and second and 13 from their own 29 yard line 
So it'll be uh, the tornadoes coming out in a shotgun. We got three receivers split out here on the right, and there was a little confusion confusion on the alignment for the tornadoes. So they're going to take a timeout. Coach Jeb Odom takes his first timeout. We'll take a timeout as well. We'll take a quick thirty. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack Vin. Dietrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Dietrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student checking account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, hearts! Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. This is Effingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in here to uh, Clock from a Field, Washington Savings Bank Stadium. We have a class of 73 here for their reunion weekend, and it's homecoming here, of course. That is what homecoming was supposed to be about, the alumni coming back home. And class of 73 is here, so welcome. And Taylorville has a second down and a 13 after a little confusion. And Odom's going to take the snap, empty set. He's looking to pass, and he looks to pass down the left side, and it's going to be incomplete. They had him, but it just was a little bit overthrown. Clark Herrera was the intended receiver, had a step on the hard to D. But instead, it was incomplete, and that'll be third and 13 now for the Tornadoes. Yeah, he did. It was just uh, overthrown by uh, by Odom DeRare there. Yeah, he did have a step on him. He would have caught it. Who knows what would have what would have happened there. Yeah, so it'll be at, at their own 29, third, and a 13, a 5, 54 to go into the opening quarter. It's 7-0 hearts. Dewey Taylorville comes out in here, and they'll come out into the shotgun. Got a tailback on Odom's right shoulder. And Tata, or Odom takes a snap, pump fake, and he's got a step, and it's going to be a nice over-the-head grab by the Tornadoes, wow. complete. Nice catch there by Clark Durbin. And it just waited for the ball like a center fielder to catch it over his head, and that's a huge completion from the 29 all the way down to about the 41. They're going to spot out the 36, actually. Spot at the 30, 36-yard line, so let's see. 25 yards. 25 yards. 25 yard gain there for, for Taylorville. First down and 10. The ball in Hart's territory out of the 36. Odom will be single back formation. He'll send Durbin in motion to the left side and he'll take it and he'll hand off trying to find room to run and he goes and bounces it off the right side and it just gets tripped up all the way down to the 15 yard line for the Tornadoes. And it was that uh, Finn Neiman with the carry? Yes, it was. And he took it off to the right side and found room to run. It's kind of almost similar to that play in Charleston uh, a week ago. But that's going to be another big chunk play all the way down to the 16-yard line. 20-yard game there. First and 10 for Taylorville. Now they're cooking. And it's going to be Odom and the shotgun. Seaver split out on each side. And Odom will send a man in motion. Odom takes the snap. It's going to be a straight QB draw right up the gut. And Mendendorf, Coberline. Coberline is one of the first people there to make the tackle. 
So a short little gain or just back to the line of scrimmage, maybe gave him one. And it actually gave him two. Two on that. So it'll be up to the 14-yard line for the Tornado, second down and eight. After a big pass play to Durbin and a big run by Neiman has Taylorville working on something this drive. Odom will go up on our center. He'll send a man in motion. Odom will take the snap, and it's going to be handed off. But Michael Love is there to slow him down, and Charlie Ring and a host of heart tacklers slow him down as uh, guessing couldn't get anything going. And so that's going to be a loss, and it'll bring up third and 11. So a loss of three there on the tackle, pushes it all the way back to the 17-yard line. Coming up on 340 to go in the opening quarter. Be the eighth play of the drive for Taylorville. But it'll be an important one, third and 11. And Odom will be in the shotgun. He's got rare on his right shoulder. And Odom takes a snap in. He's looking to throw to the left, goes back to the right, and a pass complete to rare. He's at the 10-yard line. He jukes, and he's thrown down at the 5-yard line. It's a little misdirection. Look to the left, go to the right, and I don't think he even got the first down. They're going to say he's down at the 5-yard line, but actually there's a timeout by Taylorville again. Actually, they're going to say it was an FEM timeout. So FEM will take their first timeout of the half and That'll be first and goal at the five-yard line for Taylorville when we return after this quick 30-second timeout. And uh, Taylorville knocking on the door. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football on Jack of Them. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group. And guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. Now, time for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Effingham High School, Clarksman Field, Washington State Stadium first and goal on the five for Taylorville. After the Hearts took that timeout, and Odin's going to go up on a center. He'll send a man in motion. He'll hand it off there to Gettings on the left side, and he's not going to get very far. Maybe he got back to the line of scrimmage, but that's about it. And he's running on the stone wall of the FEM defensive line. Michael Love was one of the first people there to make contact. And I'm going to say he actually lost a yard to the six. Nice job there by uh, nice job there by the FEM defensive line, not allowing uh, Gettings any, any uh, run the room there. So he's second and goal at the six for Taylorville, trying to tie it up. As Odom will go up on our center again, send a man in motion, takes the snap, and it's going to be a play-action pass. And it's thrown to the right side, high pass, incomplete. And that was Owen Yonker, the intended receiver. So that's going to go incomplete, and that will bring up third and goal at the six for Taylorville. Let's see if Effingham, uh, Effingham can hold them, hold them here. They've done a, done a good job, good job so far. Not a lot of any points on the board. That last pass was, uh, 
too high. Uh, I had a little bit out of Yonkers reach there, so uh, let's watch Effingham stop him again here. So it'll be Odom in of the shotgun this time, and Ware is to his left. And Odom takes a snap, and he throws back to the right side and just throws it in the back of the end zone. Incomplete. Way overthrown there. That may have went to Durbin. There's another guy running in the back of the end zone, too, but it was way off. And so that'll bring up fourth and goal at the six. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure who he's, who he's throwing that to when he, when he let it loose. I, uh, I uh, knew it was too far. Uh, knew it was too far right away after. As he threw it, but uh, nobody really there for Taylorville, so just uh, let it go. So, it's like they're going to attempt a field yeah, goal. Yeah, they're going to attempt a field goal here at the six. So, it'll be about a 23, 25 yard field goal by Rare, and the kick is up, and it's no good. No good wide left for Clark Rare. So, after that 11 play drive for Taylorville. Knocking on the door of the red zone, but a missed field goal there. Gives the ball back to the Hearts at their own six-yard line, and no points to show for it for Taylorville. So the defense comes up with a, a crucial stop. They bent but did not break on that drive. Did the Hearts D, and Hearts offense will come out with about two minutes and 19 seconds to work with in the first quarter, and like I said, they'll have it at the six-yard line. And actually, they're going to bring it out to the 20, actually. And it'll be, uh, I guess, at the spot of the kick, I guess. And it'll be thrown over to a lot. And it's going to be a short little game there on that short little screen. And maybe gained one, but that's about it. They're actually going to give them about uh, two yards two there. there. Yeah, they're liking that short little pass to uh, to lots, lots tonight. Of course, it has, it has uh, worked for them. It didn't really... Getting much that time, but it has worked uh, worked so far here tonight. So if it's not broke, don't fix it. Second down, A and A. Gillum will go up in the center, straight eye formation, and a Gillum will take the snap, and it's going to be a play action. And Gillum's going to roll out to his right, dumps it out there to a Reed, and he stiff arms a man, and he hurdles another, and he's got the first down as he's just shy of the thirty-five. And a nice little pitch and catch there from a Gillum to Reed. And it's going to be up to the 34. So we're on a 12-yard pass play for Effingham. First and 10. And Gillum will go up in our center again. Two receivers split out here on the near side. Gillum takes the snap. It's going to be handoff to Dunstan, and he makes one guy miss in the backfield, but he gets it to about maybe a five-yard, close to a four-yard gain that time there by Dunstan. They're really giving three on that, but uh, uh, chains over there look a little bit further than three. It looks like about. Yeah, I thought it was a little bit further than that. Five. Myself, it looks like the chains. But it's going to be up to the thirty-seven, they say, and a second down and seven, and a Gilman will go up on our center again. Gillum will take the snap, another short little pass. This one's to Belcher. He makes a couple of guys miss, and he's into the secondary up to the 50-yard line, just shy of midfield on a, a throw and catch by Belcher that time. 15-yard gain for Belcher. And another first down for FEM with about a minute five to go. 
in the first quarter. And uh, so then another timeout. I didn't see who called it. I didn't either. I think it looks like Taylorville. Taylorville already used a timeout for their second one, and they only have one more left in the first half, and we got a minute five to go in the first quarter. So we'll see uh, what FEM draws up here after Tornado's trying to make an adjustment on the defensive side of things. We'll just keep it right here as there's only about a minute to go before the end of the quarter there. Recognizing on the scoreboard uh, there, the FEM boys golf team winning a regionals there at the country club on a Wednesday. Congratulations to them. Max Segrist, 66 on a Wednesday to be the medalist of the nice. regional. I did uh, I did want to mention the junior high state baseball scores. I know uh, Titopolis lost today to Pleasant Plains 14-1, and uh, Charleston in the 2A state at 3A uh, Charleston beat uh, St. Jacob Triad 5-4, to four, so they move on. Gillum will go up in our center, play action pass. He's looking to pass, and he's looking to go deep to Lottie's. He got two it. guys, he got him, and he's into the end zone for a touchdown. 51-yard nice. touchdown from Gillen to Watts. He beat both Tornado defenders, and that's a look at my chicken, pulling my pork, barbecue FEM touchdown. 51-yard strike from Gillum to Watts, and it's 13-0 FEM. Donaldson will be on a two-hold, and Michael Stepton on a two-attempt a point after, and the kick is up, and a true through the upright. Good. 14-2 and nothing. Effingham with 57 seconds to go in the first quarter. We'll step away a four of 30 seconds. You're listening to Hearts Football on a Jack FM. Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you, guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. This is your home for Effingham football, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Effingham High School. 57 seconds remaining in the opening quarter as Taylorville called a timeout on defense, but it was Effingham who made the adjustment and threw that 51-yard touchdown. Gillum to a lot, and the Hearts lead 14 to a zero. Michael Stepton will boot it away, and Taylorville will have an opportunity to uh, field it this time, and he catches it about the six-yard line. He's got room to run, and he's got to the 40-yard line. He's still turning legs. They're still pushing the pile forward, and finally knocked down close to the of 45. He was a little engine that could there. Man. He just kept going and going and going. He had trying like to see who that 12, was. 12 people around him. I think that was rare. I believe I believe it was. So rare gets it up to the forty-four yard line. So that's one way to catch it inside of the ten and then return it all the way to the forty-four. Sure. Davidville will set up shop forty-four point eight seconds to go in the first quarter. They're trailing here. They had a couple of things working last drive, just stalled out and had a missed field goal. And Odom will go up on our center. 
and it's going to be a handoff straight up the gut. And actually, Odom kept it on that one, and he didn't get very far. Oh, it kind of looked like a QB sneak on a first and ten. And went and gave him a yard. So it'll be second and nine. Ball up to the 45. Clock is ticking, and the play clock's not running, so they might just let the play, or might just let the game clock run out here and take it to the second quarter. Odom standing next to Odom. Yes, Baron, the son of Jeb Odom. And they're just going to let this first quarter clock run out. So that's where our score stands. It's 14 to 0. FEM with the lead, but Taylorville hides the ball. Second down and a nine. And we'll see what they can do as the start of the second quarter will be after these words from our sponsors. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack of Venn. Mers Heating and Air Conditioning. Do it once, do it right. Comfort for you and your family. Always call on the leader. Hi, this is Pat Gibbon, owner of Mers Heating and Air Conditioning. Your local Lennox dealer. I know that after a long, hard day at work, all you want to do is relax at home. But how can you possibly relax when you can't seem to get comfortable? The house seems warm and stuffy. Well, the MERS team has the solution. We provide free estimates for new systems, prompt installation, and don't forget we have most sizes and types of equipment in stock in our warehouse. Give us a call today at 342-2323 or book online at MERSAC.com. Be sure to ask about our new customer and customer loyalty discounts. You're listening to Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Second down and a nine for Taylorville. Odom will empty a set in the shotgun and he fires a strike complete there to a Durbin. That's going to be a Neiman with the catch. And he's right at the six. They're going to give him a first down. So, he allowed seven or eight yards there. You know, first down and ten for Taylorville. It's a game of about nine or ten. So, it'll be first down and ten at the 45. Taylorville in FGM territory now. And Odom will go up in a center now. Uh, tailback tells them to get back here as they're going to shotgun instead. Odom takes the snap, fake, and he throws a little high, and it's complete. And it's going to be a short little screen that time for Taylorville. And that's Durbin on the reception. He gets it to about the 41, so a gain of about four after he finally caught it. Yeah, he did. He basically uh, kind of tipped it. Mishandled it and tipped it up the air and caught it right back to himself and uh, was able to gain a few yards there. But yeah, luckily he was able to catch it and not fumble it and wasn't a turnover for Taylorville. It would have been a great prepping game, but uh, he caught it nonetheless. And so it'll be a second down and a six. Tornadoes come out in the shotgun again. And it's going to be two receivers to the right side. As Gettingham moves back up to his left shoulder and Odom's going to take it straight forward. He gets it across the 40-yard line, but not much not much doing there. Charlie Ring will be in on the stop. As they're going to say it was a gain of about two, to the, so that'll bring up third and four on the short QB keeper by Baron Odom. 
takes up to the 39-yard line. And Taylorville will come out in an empty set. And actually, it'll be Odom up in the center. And Odom will take the snap. He's looking to throw, looking to throw short to that right side. Pass is complete too rare. He's right at the stick. And they're going to give him the first down. Yep, they're going to move the chain. So gain of about four and a half yards, I'd say, there. So gain of five. Yeah. And they'll move the chains on that short little pitch and catch to rare. So it'll be up to the 34-yard line. So, again, the Tornadoes doing something with it. They are able to move the ball, just hadn't cashed in yet. They'll stack the right side as Odom under center again. Odom takes a snap, and it's going to be a handoff, and met right there by Mindendorf and throws him back for a loss. That's Gettings on the carry, and he didn't get very far at all. He lost yardage that time, and just how much did he lose? They keep backing it up, and it's about four or five on the loss. Four officially. Four there. So Mindendorf not letting Gettings get any positive momentum there. And pushing them back for a four-yard loss. So it'll be Taylorville. Second down and a 14. Under nine to go in the second quarter. Trail 14 to nothing to the Tornadoes. Odom takes the snap. He a pump fakes. And he passes here on the near sideline. And it's going to be incomplete. Diving effort that time for the Tornadoes. Jake McConnell there, the intended receiver, just goes incomplete. McConnell did he did uh, he did have a step uh, step on the FEM defender there, but just overthrown by by Odom uh, Gettings for Taylorville. That uh, for that pass he uh, he was stopped for negative yardage. He hasn't had a very good uh, very good. Uh, job running, running the ball tonight. He's got two two rushes for negative five yards. So. Mm. In the red as Odom, third and 14, and Odom takes a snap. He's going to roll out here and stop. Goes back over to the right, and he's got rare full head of speed down the sideline. Makes one guy miss. He's still on his feet, and he's inside the five-yard line. That boy is quick. Yes, he is. Clark Rare. And that's going to be a first and goal. And that's going to be up all the way. They're going to say he was at the uh, three-yard line. Wow, 30, 35-yard yeah. pass play there. Modem to rare. So it'll be first and goal for Taylorville at the three-yard line. And Odom's going to hand off to a getting trying to get into the end zone, and he's there. Touchdown, Taylorville. Thomas Gettings. Takes it in three yards out after that big pass play. Short little screen, and Rare did the rest of all that yak yardage that he picked up on a 35-yard gain, and Taylorville finishes off here with the three-yard touchdown by Gettings. And so Taylorville will set up shop, try to convert on the point after attempt and rare is going to be uh, the uh, kicker he can do it all tonight it's a down it's going to be blocked and it's going to be no good so fm blocks the pat we'll see if that could loom large later in the game 
It's 14-6. FEM with the lead, and they'll get the ball back here in 8.34 to go into the second quarter. So we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. When the time comes that you can't wait to spend your life with the one you love, consult with Weber's Jewelry in Tutalpas about engagement rings and wedding bands. Weber's Jewelry guarantees the highest standards of exquisite settings and gives you the opportunity to handpick your diamond, whether you choose a natural diamond or the new ever-so-popular lab-grown diamonds. When your heart is sure, visit us at Weber's Jewelry on Main Street in Tutopolis. This is Effingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Homecoming 2023 at FEM High School. Cosherman Field, Washington Savings Bank Stadium. Taylorville converts on that 35-yard pass play to a rare set them up. Three-yard touchdown there by Thomas Gettings. And the point after attempt was blocked that Wade Busher got a hand on that to uh, block it away. So it's 14-2 a 6. But Taylorville on the board there. 834 to go in the second quarter. Little of a unique play there. Taylorville ran up to fake the onside kick, but Rare's just going to boot it away here. And gets a short little running start, and it's going to be fielded at about the 30-yard line by an upback for FEM. And it gets it close to the 40 on the short little return. Colton yeah. Webb was the guy that was returning it there on the short kick. Usually kickers like to get that running start. Rare didn't do that because they take the onside kick. And is a gain of a return of nine yards there for Colton Webb. Yeah, usually kickers do like to get that uh, that running start. That was probably uh, that short kick was probably uh, a little bit of a result of not getting that running start, but uh, it was a unique, unique try there nonetheless. Gillum will go up in our center and uh, the flags will come out and it's going to be uh, initially called on FEM, so it's going to be a false start on the hearts. So that'll back them up five yards. So it'll be first and 15. All up to 34. First penalty for FEM. Yeah, as I say, uh, can remember a penalty yet on FEM. Sure enough. Which I'm sure no coach likes penalties, but uh, first one with 828 left to go in the second quarter. I'm sure that'll be all right. Gillum will go up in our center again, and he's going to pass. And it's going to oh. be picked off. And he's looking for more, and he's going to take it into the end zone for a pick six. Dive for the pylon for extra flair. And that's the quarterback, Baron Odom, who intercepted that. Just looked like a miscommunication there on the route, and Odom jumped it and took it back for a pick six. Yeah, not that's sure where he caught that, but it I'm was not, a, I'm not sure where he, where he caught that either. They were looking they're looking for lots there on, on that. Like you said, it was a miscommunication. And Watch stopped short. Or Watts kept running, and Gillum thought he was going to stop short on another quick pass, and Odom just jumped it. So it's 14-12 on the pick six by Baron Odom, and Taylorville will line up to go for two here for the tie, and uh, there's going to be a timeout on the field. So it's going to be FDM taking that. So we'll just keep it right here with the 
timeout by uh, the Hearts. Try to collect themselves as all of a sudden the crowd was kind of into it, but they've kind of gone silent there on that pick six by Baron Odom. Yeah, definitely a little, uh, definitely deflating for Effingham, Effingham fans. Uh, yeah, like you said, Travis, lots, lots thought, or he, Gillum thought Lots was going to stop short, but Lots kept going, and uh, Gillum basically threw it, threw it right to Odom, and uh, he was able to take it in for a touchdown. I'm not sure where he caught it at, but 35, 40-yard touchdown uh, interception, I'd say. So uh, as the Taylorville is still talking about, going to go for go for two here, try to try to tie it back up, and they're they're uh, right right back in this ball game. So you know, it's just a matter of uh, one one play can one play can change change everything. So and uh, definitely definitely the miscommunication there uh, changed. Uh, Changed the, the fate for Taylorville, and uh, they're going for two, trying to tie this game up now. So they'll set up shop and a trying for the two-point conversion here to even things up. Odom will go up on our center. Thomas getting in the backfield, and Odom takes a snap, and it's going to be a fake. He's going to roll out here to the left side. Will Odom, and he's going to try for the pylon. He slides, and they're going to say it was good. The two-point conversion is wow. good slides in there feet first and we're all tied up at 14 uh, actually hold on there was a penalty and it was a penalty on Taylorville to wipe off the two point conversion and we'll try again I think they call that a holding on the tornadoes I guess so the Taylorville's uh, third penalty so far tonight. All three of them have been holding calls. So that'll make the two-point conversion a little bit more difficult if they still want to do it. And that's going to back it back up to about the 13-yard line. So it'll be Odom in in the shotgun for the two-point conversion. And uh, Odom will trying to set the table here. And Odom goes empty set in the shotgun, takes a snap, low snap, and Odom uh, throws over here to rare skies for the football, and they're going to say it was incomplete. He didn't keep his feet in. It's still rare. Caught it, but just caught it out of bounds, so the two-point conversion is no good after all that. So it's 14-12. to Taylorville scores on that pick six by Baron Odom. 8.15 to go. We'll be right back. 30 seconds. You're listening to FEMR's football here on Jack FM. Weston Company, certified public accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. Now, time for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Effingham High School. And it is a whole new ball game as suddenly the 
pendulum swings in Taylorville's favor. Two quick scores there, one on offense and one on defense. This time they do go for the onside kick attempt, but it's scooped up right there by the hearts. And I think that was Brock Malton or Nuttenberger. Maltenberger fell down on it to recover the onside kick there, and that'll get it right out midfield. Yeah, it was a good job there by Nuttenberger uh, to just fall right on that. He did, that uh, ball did have a little bit of a bounce to it there, so everybody just fell right on it. So Effingham off the pick six. We'll go up under center. Gillum takes a snap and a handoff to Dunstan right side, and he gets a nice initial push. And he gets it for about maybe four yards on the carry before he's brought down by the Tornadoes. They're actually going to say it was a gain of three. So it'll be up to the 47-yard line on the short little three-yard gainer. And Hartz will hurry to the line at two receivers, or just one receiver out there on the left. Gillum takes the snap. It's going to be a play-action pass. Gillum rolls to his right, throws on to the run. A pass is complete to Lodge. Makes one guy miss, spins around. He's at the 20, and he's finally pushed out of bounds. Close to the 15-yard line for Lodge. And uh, so that's a a big completion to the 16-yard line there for Lodge. 31-yard gain there that time. And now the Hearts are in business. Yes, they are. Just what the Hearts needed to get things back in their favor. Gillum hands off to Dunstan left side. He tries to make it cut back to the middle, but he just slips and uh, trips up and falls down. And maybe still gains about three. They're going to call it two yards. So it'll be up to the 14-yard line, second down and eight. Coming up on seven minutes to go in the second. Gillum will go up in the center. Gillum takes a snap. He'll turn and hand off to Dunstan. Makes one guy miss. Cuts it back up the middle, and it gets it to about the five. Just shy of it, so that'll be a first down. And it'll be a first and goal at the six. And actually, you're going to say it was just short. So it'll be a third and a yard. So I got a little ahead of myself there. No, I thought I thought he had it too. But well, now they're moving the chains. So it is. First instinct's always right, Travis. More often than not. <laughs> Trust your gut. Trust, <laughs> Trust it. And go. a first and goal at the six. Gillum will go up in the center. Turns the hands off to Dunstan. This time he's trying to find room to run on the left side. But Taylorville swallows him up there before he can get anything going. Carries it up to about the four. So maybe a gain of two there, but not much. And so it'll be a second and goal at the four. And Gillum will go up on our center. They'll stack the right side. And a couple guys in motion over there. See if they do. They do run over that way. Dunson falls his blockers, and he tries to ping pong off a couple of people, and he's just short of the goal line. So it'll be. Right there, third and goal at the one. You know, about three there on the run. Yeah, the ball's at the one-yard line there. I thought it got a little bit closer, but nonetheless, yard yeah, away. It's got to be at the half-yard line. Yeah, 
third and goal. FEM will come out. Stacked formation, and Gillum will go up on his center. And it's going to be turned and hand out to a Dunstan. But Taylorville had a nice push in the backfield. I don't think he got it. I don't either. Taylorville was right there on that. Fourth down. It gets in the wow. backfield there. I think that was Gettings who blew the play up there and short. So that will bring a fourth and goal at the one. Inside the one. And so fourth and goal. FEM's going for it, obviously. That and might be huge if FEM can't score here. Gillum, push forward, pushing, pushing, pushing. Is he in? No signal yet. Taylorville's saying no. No signal. And they're going to say touchdown. touchdown Finally a signal. Touchdown. One yard. QB sneak there for Gage Gillum. And that's another look at my chicken pulling my pork barbecue. FEM touchdown. And FEM goes on top 20 to the 12. After Gillum finally gets in, pushes forward, and Donaldson will be on to hold, and Michael Stefton will be on to attempt the point after. And waiting for the referee to get in position there on the far sideline. There he is. And, ooh, that was almost blocked, but it's still going to be good. Hugs that left side and almost a near block, but... It's a made extra point again for Michael Stefton, and it's 21 to 12, 450 to go here in the second quarter. We'll be right back here in 30 seconds. You're listening to Hearts Football on Jack FM. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student checking account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, hearts. Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. This is your home for Effingham football, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at New Homecoming 2023. FEM, much needed score there, a response from the pick six. And FEM is on top 21 to 12. Stepped in, will boot it away, but there's a whistle before the play can get started. And they're actually going to call a rare false start on the kickoff for FEM against FEM. So we'll do it again. Ben and Neiman and Clark Rare will be back to receive the kickoff for the Tornadoes. And Jake will be now be placed at the 35 is where Stefton will try to boot it away. Effingham's uh, second penalty of the night. Uh, they've got two penalties for 10 yards, and uh, Taylorville's got three penalties for 30 yards as Effingham uh, gets ready to kick it off again after that rare false start. So we'll do it again. Stepped in and boots it away. And a nice boot anyways. And Rare's going to field it inside the 10. And he dropped it. Now he picks it back up right at the 10-yard line. Makes one guy miss. He's at the 20. He's at the 30. And he's going to be dropped out of bounds and slung out of bounds as well. That was close to the boundary. But no flags. So Jacob Weaver, one of the first guys there to help sling him down. And that'll be... First and 10 at the 35 on the return there by Rare. 
you're right, Travis. He is fast, even though he uh, that ball was over his head and he uh, he mishandled it. He was still able to, to gather it up and uh, bring it out to the 33 yard line. You know, get uh, get some good yardage out of it anyway. First and ten for Taylor Bell, their own 33. Odom will go up on a center. They'll send two guys in motion and stack the right side. And Odom's going to take the snap, and he's going to hand off, puts the ball on the ground, and FEM's got it. Just fell right on top of it. And that's Charlie Ring. Charlie Ring with the fumble recovery as the tailback for Taylorville just puts it on the turf, and Charlie Ring was Johnny on the spot, and it covers it up immediately. Yeah, he was right there. I don't know where the miscommunication was. If uh, Odom thought he had it and the tailback didn't didn't have it or or what, but they, anyway, just instantly went to, straight to the ground, like you said, and ring fell on top of it. So great field position here for the Hearts. They'll start at the 30 for FEM in their own territory. They'll send one man in motion, and that's Belcher. It's going to be a play act to pass. Throws down the middle, and they had him, but it's going to be incomplete. Also, Gillum just had to get it out of there. Pressure was coming, and it'll just be incomplete. They're on to the throw. I think that was going towards Colton Webb's way. And incomplete, so it'll be second down and 10 at the 30. For FEM. And Gillen will take the snap handoff to a Dunstan right side. Tries to squirt through there and got a few yards, but not a lot. So, you know, about three. We're going to say two. So it'll bring up third and eight at the 28 on the short run. FEM again in prime territory by the fumble by Taylorville on the first play of their possession. FEM a couple of possessions ago turned to so both teams having trouble with some turnovers here early going. And Gillum will send Reed in motion. Gillum takes the snap. He's looking over towards that way. And the pass is going to be nearly intercepted, looking towards the lot. And that was nearly picked there. Liam Pyatt was the man to get his hand on there for Taylorville, and that'll bring up fourth down and eight. So, again, FEM's going to have appear to go for it here. Can't let this opportunity on the 30-yard line go to waste. No, they cannot. No, they cannot. They're, uh... They are going to go for it. All right. The Taylorville 28, Gillum will send Reed in motion again. Gillum in the shotgun. He's going to roll out to that left side, and he fires, and it's going to be incomplete. Odom was one of the players there to knock it away. So that'll be incomplete and a turnover on a downs, and yet again for the second week in a row. FEM has it right there at nearly the same spot on nearly the same side of the field, too, and it's just going to be a turnover on downs. Yeah, definitely. Uh definitely reminiscent of the Charleston game last week where they uh, they had their, their drive stall out and they had the same thing happen here against, against Taylorville. So uh, couldn't, couldn't do anything there, so couldn't do anything here either. Taylorville takes over three minutes, 46 seconds to go on their own 28-yard line. They trail 21-2-12 here. And Odom takes the snap and he's going to hand off to a rare and he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage. Well, that's about it, as FEM had nice pursuit there. Jacob Weaver and Michael Love get credited for the tackle. 
nice job there by both uh, Love and Weaver to uh, hold Taylorville to no, to no gain on that. And they know how dangerous speed that our rare has. They just couldn't get going in open space that time. Second down and a 10 at their own 28. And Taylorville's going to come out in the shotgun. Three wide receivers split out here on the near side. And Odom sends a man in motion, and he's going to empty out the backfield. Pump fake, and gets by the rush. Odom scrambling around, and he can't find anybody, so he's going to tuck it in and run. And he's close to the first down marker, and he's pushed out of bounds as well. And so he was just shy of the sticks, and he was pushed out by Spencer Fox, finally catching him there. And that will bring up third and short. They're going to say about third and three, or third and two. On the uh, eight-yard carry there for Odom on the scramble. Odom able to make something out of nothing there. Yeah. Good job there by Spencer Fox to uh, push him out of bounds before he's able to get the first down. Odom in the shotgun. Got receivers on each side. He'll empty the backfield, send the tailback in motion. Odom's going to go straight forward, and it goes right in the two of the pile. And they push him back. He's right at the sticks. I think he's just short. We'll see where they spot him. They spot him short. So, uh, no gainer there. So, they'll bring up fourth and two. On the quarterback draw, calls his own number. They're going to say it's fourth and one now. Two of 35 to go. And now they're going to say a first down. First down. Uh, uh, That's yeah. like the third time tonight where they uh, thought that, that we were going to get a fourth down play, and now they signal first and ten. I'm just as confused as you are, Travis. So, uh, well, okay. first down for Taylorville. That's all I can say. Ball at their own 38. Two ten to go in the first half. Odom going to be in the shotgun. Odom takes a snap. He's looking to pass. And it looks to pass that down the middle, and it's going to be incomplete. About the only person that was there was Martin for Effingham. So it's incomplete. Yeah, not sure who Odom was looking there for. But yeah, Nick Martin was the only person in the area of, uh, of that pass. So incomplete pass. Second down, and a 10. Stops the clock with two minutes, three seconds to go in the second quarter. Tornado's trying to get something going here. They trail 21 to 12, and they also get the ball to start off the second half. Is FEM, or actually, no, FEM will get the ball because they deferred. So it'll be Odom handing off there to Rare. He carries it to about the 40 yard line, and he's pushed back. See where they mark it for if they give him forward progress or not. Cobraline, one of the first guys there to hit him. They're going to actually say he's about, gain him about one. Up to the 38. 39, so it will be a gain of one. Third down and a nine for Taylorville. A minute 30 to go. And uh, I think the Tornadoes took their last time out somewhere in there. As well, because they don't have any more with the scoreboard. Unless that's wrong. And Odom will take the snap in the shotgun. He's looking to pass. And here comes the rush, and they sack him. Effie brings him down in the backfield. And a Charlie Ring, Mike Love, and Metzner also there 
They're going to credit to Charlie Ring. And so that's going to bring up fourth down and a loss of yardage as well. Loss of seven all the way to the, all the way to the 32 yard line. So that'll bring up fourth down and 16 to go. A minute nine. We're going to report there from Muhammad over the loudspeaker there. Muhammad's leading a 12 nothing over Mount Zion in that pivotal matchup there in Muhammad between the Braves and the Bulldogs. Braves undefeated right now. Muhammad winning the four in a row. We'll check in on other scores from around the area tonight, including the game that's over on our sister station, WCRA. The Cumberland Pirates up against our Cola Purple Riders. And we'll also take on that other crucial Apollo matchup, the Coles County Clash in Charleston tonight. And it's going to be fourth and 16. Taylorville's going to punt it away. There's going to be whistles before the snap. Maybe just get in a position there. And Taylorville will punt it away. That's rare going to punt it away. And Donaldson's back there almost at the 40. And it's going to be a nice punt, nice high punt. And it's going to be caught there by a Donaldson. We're going to say is about the 43. That's what they're going to say. So, move the ball a little bit, but nothing doing a punt. Minute four to go, FEM will take over. 21 to 12, they do have a timeout remaining. It's always good to have those towards the end of, end of the game or the, the first half. Uh, have them there if you need them. And I thought that they had um, a one, and they just changed it on the scoreboard. They had it showing two, but... They do only have one timeout. So a minute four to go. Ball at the 43. Their own 43. Gillen will be in a shotgun. Two receivers out here to the right. Gillen looking over the towards that way. And here comes the rush. Gillen scrambles out of it. He makes one guy miss in the backfield, and he gets it close to midfield, and he just runs out to stop the clock. So that's going to be a, a nice gain there by Gillen, a gain of seven yards on the scramble. And also stops the clock. Yeah, good job there by Gillen. Looked like he was get a pass, but the, the rush was coming. Just was able to make something something out of what could have been nothing there, and, and stopped the clock. So got the, the best of both worlds. Gets it up to a midfield, a second down, and a three. Fifty-seven point three to go for the Hearts. They're winning already. Twenty-one twelve. Gillen takes a snap in the shotgun. He's looking to pass. Fires it down the middle in oh, a triple yeah. coverage. Income. Right, it's going to be intercepted. By Taylorville, they're looking to run back, and they get across the 45-yard line, looking for lots. And that was picked off there. Couldn't tell the number by Taylorville. Uh, I believe it was uh, Jake Jake McConnell, I believe, number two for, for Taylorville, was the one who picked it off and ran it back to the 48-yard line. Yeah, was, uh, or the 47, excuse me, as Gillen was looking for lots and as you said, Travis threw into the triple coverage there, and uh, McConnell was right there to intercept it. So that's Gillum's second interception of the game. 46.9 a seconds to work with for Taylorville with no timeouts at their own 47. So Odom will come out under center. Odom looking to throw on the right side. The pass is complete there. Short little screen, and he's tripped up close to midfield, so maybe only a gain of about three yards, and that's going to – continue the clock so maybe they're going to say 
There's a gain of three, yep, to midfield. And it's going to be 28 seconds in remaining. And it's going to be Odom in the shotgun. He takes it, and he's going to roll it here to the left. Stops, fires, and it's short, and it's going to be incomplete. And that was intended for Blake uh, Ledge. Ladge, excuse me. And it stops the clock with 18.2 seconds, and it's third and eight. On the short little pass and completion. So, again, play has to go towards the sideline here. There's no timeouts remaining for the Tornadoes as they trail. 21 to 12, we got 18.2 seconds to go in the first half. And it'll be Odom in the shotgun. Got three steers out here to the near side. Odom takes the snap. He looks that way. Pump fake. Goes back to the right side down the sideline, and it's going to be incomplete. Trying to drop it in the bread basket again of Durbin. Incomplete. And it'll bring up fourth and eight, 12.3 left. Odom Michael is those high arcing. It does. You know, put, put him in the bread basket over the head, shoulder passes. Uh, some have worked. Some, some haven't. Some have been out of range and out of bounds. But uh, nonetheless, they're, they're still doing it. So, uh, yeah, fourth and eight with 12.3 seconds left to go here. Taylor will get one last shot to try to do something before the half. Rare will punt it away. Donaldson will stand at about the 25-yard line to field it. And uh, so Tornadoes will get all their ducks in line and punt it away. We'll see how much time will be left. High snap, but Rare gets it down, and the rush almost gets there too. But Taylor does a nice job of getting it away, and FEM will just clear out and uh, let it bounce, and Taylorville will just try to let the clock run out too, but they'll stop it, and they'll stop it with 1.2 seconds left. The officials will blow the play dead there. So that'll be at the 27-yard line for FEM as well. They'll take over with 1.2 left. We'll see what the hearts will draw up here. They will get the ball first to start the third quarter. They won the toss in the third. They have the lead 21 and 2 will at 12. Are they content with letting it go? Looks like they're lining up in a formation. It's going to be a high formation. Gillum, nope, he'll just take a knee. So that'll do it. That'll do it for the first half here on Homecoming 2023. It's Effingham in the lead at 21, Taylorville 12. We'll be back for the first half stats from Dominic, and we'll try to track down some other scores from around the area. And those other crucial games and the Apollo as well as we'll check on the Cumberland Pirates and the rest of the area matchups and also the homecoming, the crowning of homecoming king and a queen for 2023. So we'll be back in a few minutes here at halftime again. It's FEM 21-12 over to Taylorville. You're listening to FEM Arts Football here on Jack FN. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group, and guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. 
Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you, guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student Checking Account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, hearts. Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. MERS heating and air conditioning. Do it once, do it right. Comfort for you and your family. Always call on the leader. Hi, this is Pat Gibbon, owner of MERS Heating and Air Conditioning. Your local Lennox dealer. I know that after a long, hard day at work, all you want to do is relax at home. But how can you possibly relax when you can't seem to get comfortable? The house seems warm and stuffy. Well, the MERS team has the solution. We provide free estimates for new systems, prompt installation, and don't forget we have most sizes and types of equipment in stock in our warehouse. Give us a call today at 342-2323 or book online at MERSAC.com. Be sure to ask about our new customer and customer loyalty discounts. The doctor-patient relationship. More essential than words can say. But what if the patient can't put it into words? This is Dr. Chad Ely at FNM Veterinary Clinic. Nothing can take the place of your pet's relationship with their veterinarian. No website or app can examine their eyes, touch, listen, or detect problems early. That's why 9 out of 10 pets say they want that personal relationship with their vet. So before you Google your poodle, call us first with your pet questions. FNM Veterinary Clinic, 408 North Keller Drive, and on Facebook. Now, time for the Effingham Football Halftime Report on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at Duke Washington Field at Washington State Link Stadium. Currently at homecoming 2023, it is FEM winning 21-2 at 12 over the uh, Taylorville uh, Tornadoes as the uh, Red Regiment uh, doing uh, their routine and at the extended halftime here uh, for homecoming. The King and Queen will be crowned here shortly and we'll wait that announcement as the attendance and King and Queen candidates will be announced coming up here. But let's take a look at how we got here to that 21-2-12 score here at the half, it was FEM on the board. Of first, it was a 10-play, 65-yard drive. Took two minutes, 22 seconds off the clock, and it was an 18-yard run by Weldon Dunstan. And the point-after attempt was a good, and they get 7-2-0 FEM. Then on Taylorville's next drive, they actually had it 11 plays, but attempted a field goal, but it was no good. And so that kept them out of the end zone, and then... Uh, FEM took advantage with another score, five plays, 80 yards, only took a minute and 20 seconds off the clock because it was a big 51-yard touchdown pass 
from Gage Gillum to Andrew Watts. And the point after attempt was good, 14-2-0. And that was the first play after a timeout as well. And that was all the scoring in the first quarter. And in the second quarter, Taylorville would finally get on the board and respond with a big pass play, 35-yard pass play and a screen pass to a rare set up a three-yard touchdown run, finally finished off by uh, Thomas Gettings, and uh, the point-after attempt was missed, and that made it 14-2-6. And on the very next drive, very first play from scrimmage for FEM, it would be a Baron Odom for Taylorville picking off a Gillum pass and taking it all the way back to the house, a 30-plus-yard interception return for a touchdown for Baron Odom, and uh, that pick six. Made the score 14 to 12 after a penalty. Taylorville went ahead and tried to even things up and attempted a two point attempt, and the pass was caught, but it went out of bounds. So that makes the score 14 to 2 at 12 at that point with 8.15 to go. Taylorville didn't get on the board until that point, and they scored uh, two touchdowns in a matter of uh, 15 seconds there. And then uh, in uh, one more score there, it was FEM getting on the board. Again, after a uh, FEM got in there, uh, responded from that pick six, so they needed that score to respond immediately. And it was an eight-play, a 50-yard uh, drive, and it was a one-yard touchdown run by Gage Gillum. And the point after attempt by Michael Stefton was good, and that makes the score a 21 to a 12 here at the half as. This first half has almost a little bit of everything as you had uh, touchdowns, you had a missed field goal, and you had uh, some uh, turnovers there by uh, both uh, squads as Taylorville, they put it on the turf once, and FEM has thrown two interceptions as well. So a little bit of a hodgepodge of everything here in that first half here on homecoming 2023, but ultimately FEM has the lead on the scoreboard uh, here at 21-12. Here is where at halftime. Yeah, I do. FEM does have the lead 21-12 here at halftime. Uh, both teams with their fair share of uh, mistakes. Uh, Gage Gillum does have two two interceptions, and uh, Odom for Taylorville doesn't doesn't have any touchdowns except for one of his own on the defensive uh, defensive side, where with an interception and return. As we look at uh, some stats here, first of all, for Effingham, uh, rushing, Gage, Gage Gillum is uh, two for eight with uh, one touchdown. Or, yeah, two rushes for eight yards with one touchdown. Weldon Dunstan has uh, 13 carries for 58 yards and a touchdown. And Belcher's got one carry for uh, nine yards. Passing-wise, Gage Gillum is uh, eight for 12 with 129 yards passing uh, 67% completion, but he does, uh, he does have the, uh, the two interceptions and he does have the one, uh, 51 yard, uh, touchdown pass, uh, two lots, uh, for a, the passing touchdown. He does have a one, uh, rushing, rushing touchdown as well. Does, uh, does Gillum and, uh, lots as far as receiving, uh, five receptions, 95 yards for one touchdown, as I mentioned. Belcher's got two receptions for 22 yards, and Reed's got one reception for 12 yards. The Hearts have just two penalties, uh, both two five-yard penalties for uh, 10 yards as they leave, leave
lead uh, 21 to 12. Uh, for Taylorville, uh, rushing, uh, Matiers got one rush for four yards. Uh, Rars got three rushes for three yards. Neva's got one rush for 20 yards. Odom's got eight rushes for six yards. And my favorite stat of the night, Gettings, he's got three rushes for negative two yards. But he does have a touchdown, so... Uh, figure that one out. But uh, anyway, that's what it is. Odin passing-wise, uh, 8 of 16 for 15% and 125 yards. Uh, Receiving-wise, Rare's got uh, four receptions for 74 yards. Durbin's got two receptions for 39 yards. And Neiman's got two receptions for 12 yards. And Taylorville with scores of getting three-yard uh, TD run. And then uh, the 40-yard uh, Odom interception off of uh, uh, off of uh, Gillum and uh, Taylorville. Excuse me, Taylorville does have three penalties for 30 yards here tonight as they trail. Excuse me, Effingham at the half, uh, 21 to 12. Um, so Effingham does have the lead. Uh, they do. Uh, both teams aren't playing. I'd say definitely Effingham's playing better than they were last week against uh, against Charleston. Um, I mean, both teams aren't playing their best, I guess, but they're they're definitely doing enough to to be to be where they're at. And uh, Effingham does have the lead, and uh, they do look more confident than they were last week against Charleston. And I, I think they can keep they can keep that going. They just got to uh, they just got to stop the stop the turnovers. You know, I know Taylorville's got they got a, a fumble and. Uh, Blocked extra, blocked extra point and stuff like that. But the Effingham has got those two, those two interceptions. So hopefully those, uh, those don't come back, come back to haunt them. Effingham is up by two scores here at the at the half. So uh, we'll see what Effingham does get the ball to start the start the second half. So if they can, they can start out start out strong and uh, keep the momentum going going their way and uh, build on build on this on the uh, nine-point lead they have here. And again, Effingham uh, with another quick start uh, as they led a 14 to nothing there. And then uh, just in that few-minute stretch there where Taylorville scored and then in a matter of seconds got that pick six to get right back into the game to get some momentum on their side uh, there. Then Effingham did a nice job of responding on their own. But again, uh, just like last week, they had an opportunity in – uh, the opposing team's territory, but just a turnover on downs after they got down there to about the 30-yard line at that point on a fumble recovery, but just couldn't cash in. But so far, other than that, all that matters is the lead, 21-2-12 over Taylorville. And other Apollo Conference matchups uh, that I saw, the last report we had that Muhammad was leading 12 to nothing over Mount Zion at the half, so low-scoring affair there in Muhammad. Speaking of Muhammad, that's where we'll be uh, next Friday night as FEM makes uh, the uh, trek up uh, there around the Champaign area to uh, visit Muhammad Seymour again. And then also at halftime at the Coles County Clash at Eastern Illinois, it's Charleston in the lead over Mattoon, 22-14. Charleston has won two out of the last three Coles County Clashes there, and they'll look to continue their great season as they would, with the win, get them to playoff eligible with five wins. Both these teams here in this one fighting for playoff eligibility as well as we're at halftime of the homecoming game in the 2023 at FEM 21 at Taylorville 12 
and we'll try to track down some other scores from around the area, and we'll be back and continue on with the halftime show. Currently, 21-12 again, FEM in the lead here at the half. We'll be back in a few minutes to continue the halftime report. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football on Jack Evans. When the time comes that you can't wait to spend your life with the one you love, consult with Weber's Jewelry in Tutalpas about engagement rings and wedding bands. Weber's Jewelry guarantees the highest standards of exquisite settings and gives you the opportunity to handpick your diamond, whether you choose a natural diamond or the new ever-so-popular lab-grown diamonds. When your heart is sure, visit us at Weber's Jewelry on Main Street in Tutopolis. Say goodbye to busy signals, long hold times, and missed calls. This is Cleet Behrman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. Now you can text us with a question, order a part, even send us a picture of the part you need. You don't need any special equipment, and you can text us from any smartphone. It's faster and more efficient than calling. So supercharge your communication with us. Move to the front of the line for parts and service by texting Crossroads Truck Equipment 217-347-0456. Hi, this is Pat Gibbon, owner of MERS Heating and Air Conditioning, your local Lennox dealer. I know that after a long, hard day at work, all you want to do is relax at home. But how can you possibly relax when you can't seem to get comfortable? The house seems warm and stuffy. Well, the MERS team has the solution. We provide free estimates for new systems, prompt installation, and don't forget we have most sizes and types of equipment in stock in our warehouse. Give us a call today at 342-2323 or book online at MERSAC.com. Be sure to ask about our new customer and customer loyalty discounts. The doctor-patient relationship. More essential than words can say. But what if the patient can't put it into words? This is Dr. Chad Ely at FNM Veterinary Clinic. Nothing can take the place of your pet's relationship with their veterinarian. No website or app can examine their eyes, touch, listen, or detect problems early. That's why 9 out of 10 pets say they want that personal relationship with their vet. So before you Google your poodle, call us first with your pet questions. FNM Veterinary Clinic, 408 North Keller Drive, and on Facebook. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student checking account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, hearts. Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. You're listening to Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Clarksman Field, Washington Savings Bank Stadium. It is 21-12 here at halftime of the homecoming game, 2023. About ready to announce the king and queen out on the field right now. We'll try to catch that for you if we can. As is the other sports from around the area, Mount Carmel leading over Alney, 28-7. And it's Carlinville over North Mac at halftime, 28-14. 
a la over Nokomis, 21-17 at the half. It is Tana over at Hillsboro, 21-7 at halftime. Shelbyville trying to continue their undefeated season. They're so far so good. And it's 26-7 over Macon Meridian there in favor of Shelbyville. Bella Grove, 28-12 over Sarah Gordo. It is Greenville, 14-6 over Vandelia at the half. And it's Central A&M over Warrensboro-Latham. That is 7 nothing, and that is reported in the third quarter there. And a Sullivan, 20-0 over Sagamon Valley currently at the half as well. Team that we saw in uh, week three, I believe, was Modern Day. Uh, they're leading 42-7 to over Alton Marquette. And that's the scores that we have here for you at halftime. 21-12 is the score here at FEM High School. As the king and queen for homecoming of 2023 is about ready to be announced here for the 2023 year. Do have a moment as let's tell you the sponsors who bring you these broadcasts all season long. They're Rush Truck Centers Incorporated, Dietrich Bank, Mercy Heating and Air Conditioning, Crossroads Truck Equipment, Effingham Veterinary Clinic, Weber's Jewelry, Weston Company, Wet Pools and Spas. And the touchdowns this year, every Effingham touchdown is brought to you by Licking My Chicken, Pulling My Pork, a Barbecue. As you may have heard the news, some exciting things happening there. Look at my chicken pulling my pork up barbecue. They have moved out of A1 Lakers, and uh, they are going to be going to a temporary permanent location very, very soon. Stay tuned to the uh, Facebook page, Look at my chicken pulling my pork up barbecue, for the announcement of their future location. Uh, they're going to still be available, though, for their uh, food trucks and uh, for private and uh, public parties, as well as any sort of wedding or catering needs, make sure you give them a uh, shout-out. You won't regret it. There are exciting things happening there for Look at My Chicken and Pulling My Pork a Barbecue very, very soon. And uh, the uh, sponsor of Spotlight for tonight's game is a Crossroads Truck Equipment, as well as they're a sponsor. Appreciate their sponsorship every uh, single week of FEM Hearts football, and let's see here. I had their papers here. We are a company uh, uh, to serve their community and surrounding areas. Uh, their main location is in FEM, but they do have branches in Decatur and uh, Jacksonville and also in uh, Bedford and Vincent, Indiana. Crossroads Truck Equipment has been in business for more than 30 years with a full staff of well-trained employees, some who have been with them more than 25 years, and a truck and a trailer repair is uh, their go-to, as well as service and parts. And uh, we had uh, the homecoming king was Cameron Raditz for the king, and uh, the uh, queen is Reagan Bone, 20-23, king and queen uh, for this year. So congratulations to Reagan Bone, and congrats to Cameron Raditz as well. King and queen, they'll... Of course, Cam will have to run out from the locker room and snatch his crown from the honorary king. And everybody down there dressed to the nines in the dresses and suits. And King and Queen, Reagan Bone, and Cameron Raditz for this year. And it's 21-12 here at the half. FEM finally emerges from the locker room, and we're still waiting for Taylorville to come out and see coaches making their way out on the field, and there 
they come uh, running out. And uh, make sure you are staying tuned to our family of networks for the whole weekend. And tomorrow over on 98.9 The Game, we got Illinois fighting Illini football. Don't worry about messing with that Peacock streaming service. We got you if you don't have a subscription to that because that's the only way you can watch Illinois football tomorrow at 2.30 will be the kickoff. We got you covered. Listen to Brian Barnhart and the crew. 1.30 will be the kickoff over there. And because of the Illini game, we'll have to switch over to WCRA, the St. Louis Cardinals, for uh, their Saturday matchup as it's the final weekend of the regular season. Unfortunately, not much to play for in St. Louis this weekend. Just a celebration of Adam Wainwright. Something going on every day there. I know tonight was a special themed shirt. And tomorrow, a concert by Adam Wainwright after the game as well. And he's going to be performing five songs, including some original tracks on his new album. Awesome. I didn't, post, I didn't know. Post-career aspirations there. Country music superstar. There we go. Country music superstar. <laughs> Maybe he'll be playing at, at Bush Stadium, you know, down the road, you know, selling, selling it out for his country music show. I did see an uh, interesting stat yesterday regarding uh, the Cardinals, Travis. Uh, apparently it's the first time in 30 years that the Cardinals, Yankees, or Boston Red Sox will not, either one of those teams will not be in the postseason. Yep. For the first time in 30, I just, I just, I'm, I'm a stat guy and like numbers, and I just thought that was, that was interesting that uh, one of those three teams will not be in the playoffs for the first time in 30 years. So, uh, but hey, congratulations to all the MLB teams who did, who didn't make it. I know the Orioles made it and won uh, 100 games, I think, for the first time since, uh, 1980, and, uh, Cal Ripken Jr. was on hand to, uh, team clinched the AL East, and, uh, you know, I'll definitely be watching some postseason baseball, even though the Cardinals aren't in it, but it's definitely going to be worth watching in this final weekend. I know the, the Cubs are still alive for that final playoff spot. And yeah, currently right now, uh, not so good for the uh, Cubbies. They uh, are trailing in the wild card right now, the half game of the Marlins, I believe, but they're currently losing 3 to nothing to the Cubs, or 3 to nothing. Brewers are on top of the Cubs in the bottom of the fifth, and the Marlins are up four to three in the top of the ninth in a Pittsburgh as well. And well, Cincinnati's winning 14 to two there in St. Louis tonight. And uh, then also continuing with the celebrations on Saturday, they're going to have fireworks after the game as well. And it'll be a on the field ceremony before the game on a Sunday. And we're going to have coverage for you of that pregame ceremony for Adam Wainwright's retirement. So make sure you tune in a little bit early on the pregame show. 1215 will begin over on 989 via game. And here at halftime, I was also going to give a shout-out to uh, the FEM Boys and Girls Golf Team who advanced to a sectional play as well as uh, they're going to be competing in the Mount Carmel sectional on a Monday as the boys and uh, the girls will be playing at uh, the uh, Taylorville sectional as well. So both FEM girls and boys golf teams advancing out in the postseason. Taylorville will start off with a little fake onside kick again, and uh, so they'll just like, – back out and they'll kick it off normally as it's going to be rare booting it away and it's going to be fielded there by Dunstan and he fielded it about the 30 or 25 yard line and FEM will get it up to about the 40 yard line so that's where FEM will take over with their first possession of the second half. Nice little run back there by uh, by Dunstan get the ball to the, the 40 yard line give FEM a good 
good starting good starting uh, field position, and uh, let's see if the Hearts can continue their their uh, momentum swing there and uh, keep keep up this uh, lead they have here. High formation for the Hearts, and Gillum will hand off to uh, Dunstan, and he's going to be uh, tripped up and stopped for a short gain, maybe a gain of about one, but that's about it. They're actually going to give him two, so it'll be uh, up to the 42, second down and eight. Either way, it was a short run there by Dunstan. And it's going to be eye formation again. Gillum will go up in the center. And Gillum will take the snap, and he's going to hand off to Dunstan again, trying to find room to run. He splits it up the middle, and he's going to be spun down close to midfield, right at the markers. And so another nice run. It's going to be a first down. They're getting a nine there for Dunstan, and the two plays and a first down for the Hearts to start off the third quarter. Definitely the way you want to start out of the half, two plays and the first down and ball right right at uh, right at midfield, and let's uh, keep this drive going, Hearts. Ball at midfield, and Gillum will be in a shotgun. Two receivers split out there on the right, and Gillum will take it himself. He goes to the right. He makes a move, and he gets it across the 45, and he's brought down. And so that'll be a gain of about eight or nine yards on the carry for Gillum on the option there. They're going to say a gain of eight. So second and two. Into Taylorville territory now at the 42. Nice run off to the right side there by Gillum on the quarterback keeper. Gillum will go up in the center eye formation again. Gillum will take the snap, and it's going to be handed off to Dunstan again up the middle. And he makes a couple guys miss. He's into the secondary. He keeps carrying guys all the way down to the 30. And he's going to be brought down at about the 29. So a nice gainer there. A gain of 13 yards for Dunstan. And uh, that's a first down for FEM at the 29. Four plays, four runs for FEM. Gillum and Dunstan combo, but second down, second first down of the drive. Gillum will be in the shotgun, two receivers out there to the right, and Gillum is going to pull it down and run and take it himself. He goes right up the middle, and he gets it close to the 20-yard line. They're going to say he's at the 22, so a gain of seven there by Gillum on the option again. Well, the running game's working here in the, the second half, so uh, you know, like I say, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Gillum in the shotgun again. Two receivers out there to the right. And it's going to be handed off to a Dunstan. He takes it on that right side. Tries to turn the corner. Can't quite get there, but he may have did just enough. As he's across the 20. So that should be a first down. Unless they marked him short right at the marker. Up, yep. There you go. Move the sticks. A gain of a three, I think they're going to say. Yep, that's the 20 and the 19, so first and 10. Another run and another first down. And it's going to be Gillum in the shotgun. Two receivers here on the near side. Gillum takes the snap, and it's going to be pulled down by Gillum. He's got room to run. He's into the secondary. Bowls forward inside the 10 before he's finally brought down by the Taylorville defense. Jake McConnell there on the stop for Taylorville. And FEM in business. It's going to be first and goal at the 8. A gain of 11. 
Effingham just able to run all over this uh, Taylorville defense so far here. Uh, yeah. Early going in the second half here, and uh, first and goal with eight. Seven plays, seven runs. Yep. If they go eight for eight, Gillum will take the snap on the shotgun, and they will. They'll hand off to Dustin. makes a couple of moves, and he's just tripped up. He's inside the five. He had one guy to miss, and there's also a penalty flag on the field as well. And so it's going to be holding on Effingham. So that would have been inside the five. As just tripped up there, but that's going to be negated on the holding call against Effingham. So it'll be first down. Still first and goal, but it'll be a 10-yard penalty. First and goal at the 18. Effingham's third penalty for, uh, we got three penalties tonight for 20 yards. Gillum will be in the shotgun. Two receivers there on the near side. And Gillum will take it himself left side. He tries to find room to run. He's at the 10. And he tries to shake off another guy. And he's close to the 5. He's going to be just shy of that. Yeah, spot him out of the 6. So a 12-yard run there. And they're actually going to put it at the, yeah, it's at the 6. That'll be second goal at the six for another run by Gillum there. 8.13 to go in the third. And Gillum will be in the shotgun again. And he's going to take it himself. Gillum trying to find room in the defense. And he finally is at the goal line. Touchdown! Gillum finds his way into the end zone. And it's a touchdown for the Hearts. It's an F. It's a... Look at my chicken pulling my pork barbecue. Effingham touchdown. And it was a six-yard run there by Gage Gillum. His second touchdown of the night on the ground. Donaldson will be on to hold. Stepped in on it to kick it up, and it's through the uprights. Up and good. Point after is good. So with eight minutes, seven seconds remaining in the third quarter, it's 28-12. to Effingham with the lead, and we'll be back in a 30 seconds. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group, and guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. This is Effingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Clarkson Field, Washington Savings Bank Stadium, a nine-play, 60-yard drive. Finished off there and ate up a lot of clock as well. And a six-yard touchdown run by Gage Gillum, and that's his second score of the night. And it's 28-12, to FEM with the lead. And it'll be a Michael Stefton and kicking it away for FEM. And it's going to be a good kick inside the five is where Rare is going to field it. He just tries to find some blockers, and he gets it up to about the 30. And he's brought down. There, and that's where Taylorville will set up shop for their first possession of the second half after FEM made up a little bit of clock there. They'll take over in exactly eight minutes. 
and spotted exactly at the 30. Nice little 25-yard gain there by, by Rayer on the on the run back. And yeah, Effingham's drive ate up uh, four minutes, exactly four minutes there. And Odom will go up on the center for the Tornadoes. And it's going to be a pitch out and makes one guy miss. And he's not going to get very far after he made a couple of miss. And he got back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. And that was a guessing with the carry. And it's going to be a gain of one. They're going to say that was it. Second and nine at their own of 31 for the Tornadoes. He's got three wide receivers split out here on the near side. And Odom will go up in the center. Send one of those guys in motion. That's rare. And Odom's going to take the snap. Here comes the Hearts rush. Odom has to step up, and he tries to find room to run. And Fox is going to hit him, but he may have got the first down on the scramble. Yep, they did. He just got enough. As the Fox was the man to bring him down, but not after a gain of 10 yards. And it's a first and 10 on the scramble by Odom. So, that'll be a first and ten for the Tornadoes. And it's going to be two receivers split out. Yeah, we'll send them in motion over to the right. Odom takes the snap, and it's going to be handoff straight up the gut, and it bounces off one guy trying to keep his legs moving there. It's about the five or the 50-yard line. And finally, the play is blown dead. Uh, getting, getting on the carry. And carries it to about 45. Actually, they're going to give him a few more to the 47. So, again, a six. So, it'll be second down and four. As Taylor will try to respond to the drive of their own. And it'll be a traditional eye formation this time. Odom up under center. Odom will send Durbin in motion, and it's going to be Odom looking to pass, and Love trying to apply some pressure, and Odom just throws it into double coverage incomplete. A little high, and two Hearts defenders surrounding Durbin there. I think he was the intended receiver. And that's going to be incomplete, and it'll bring up third and four for Taylorville. Yeah, Clark Durbin was the intended receiver there, but two FM defenders were were surrounded him. But it looked like he almost come down with that ball, but somebody knocked it out at the last second. Battery dropped it in one of the two, but either way, it's an incomplete pass. And uh, a crowd trying to get into it here. Uh, it's a big third and four. And Odom will go up in our center. Odom takes the snap. He's looking to throw. And a quick throw. High, incomplete, trying to hit Neiman that time. And just fired a bullet that time. And yeah. it'll be a fourth and four. Yeah, he fired a bullet right over right over over the top of Neiman and right right through his hands. Uh, pretty much he had to get it out quick there as the FEM rush was uh, was upon him. So uh fourth and four here looks looks like Taylorville Yeah, I think they're gonna go for it. Go for it, looks like. Fourth and four at their own 47, so basically right at midfield. And Odom will take the snap in the shotgun. Odom takes the snap, and it's going to be 
complete at midfield, and they're going to say it was incomplete. And Donaldson there was one of the men to apply the pressure on the uh, tenor receiver ledge, and it's a turnover on downs. May have been short of the six anyways. He might have been. It, would have, it definitely definitely was close if he would have, would have held on, but uh, Donaldson was there to... Uh, I don't know if he punched it out or if the uh, lads just dropped it. But uh, either way, it's Effingham's ball at the 47-yard line with uh, 6.08 left to go here in the third quarter. Effingham leading 28-12. They're trying to get some more here. And Gillum will go up on the center. Two receivers split out here wide to the near side. And it's going to be handoff to uh, Dunstan. And he's got a nice run, and he keeps pushing forward. And he's past the 40-yard line. And he's going to be stopped right at the first down markers. And they're going to say he was just short. But it was a gain of nine there on the run by Dunstan. And there's a hard player slow to get up. And actually, a little equipment issue. As I think that was Dunstan who was tying his left shoe. Yep, there he is. And he's just going to have to go out as he lost the gloss his gloves as well. Nope, he runs back to the huddle. And uh, so Effingham's going to have to burn a timeout with uh, confusion. And one guy ran out to take the place of Dunstan, and then Dunstan ran back in after he ditched the gloves of the sidelines. And now he puts them back on. After all that, Effingham burns his timeout, though. So... We will just keep it right here. It's a second and one play, 5.54 to go. And FPM will try to get something going here on this second and one. Yeah, they'll definitely try to get something going here on the second second and one. And uh, so far, so far, the second half has been running run the ball all over, all over, uh, Tetherville's uh, defense there, and they've been holding the uh, Effingham's defense, been doing a good job of holding Taylorville only to 12, point, 12 points so far. And I think if I'm not mistaken, they ran the ball every play. I, I believe you're right. I believe you're right. They ran the ball every play. Just taking the air out of the ball. Yep. So we're back to live action here as the Gimlin will be in the shotgun, and Weldon is. On his left, two receivers split out on the far side. Here comes a man in motion. It's Belcher, and it's going to be uh, Gillum looking to pass, trying to hit Belcher on the misdirection, and it's going to go incomplete. And uh, that'll bring up second down and 10, as it looks like from the previous play, they gave him the first down. And so instead of a second and one, it was a second or first and ten and now it's a second and ten and it's going to be a Gillum handing off to a Dunson he's got some positive momentum and he gets it across the 30 yard line and before he's brought down by the tornadoes and that's going to be close to a first down marker but it's going to be just shy it'll bring up third and short and say third and one it looks like so a gain of nine yards on the run there by Dunston. Third and a yard. Gillum 
We'll go up on our center. He'll take the snap, and he'll hand off to Dunson again. Right side, he cuts it back up the middle. The left tries to spin off two defenders, and he's brought down just shy of the 15-yard line. So another nice run by Dunson again and almost broke it. But takes it down to the 18, so a gain of 11 for Dunston. Dunston's making making things happen, especially on that play there. He almost... He's put off those two tacklers, almost spun out of them for the touchdown. Gillum will take the snap and hand off to Dunson again. Left side, and he is going to be shy of the 10. So, another nice run. Just slashing him up the middle. And that's going to be a gain of about six, I say. So, it'll be second and four. And ball will be placed on the 12. Gillum will go up on the center again. Gillum will take the snap, and he'll hand off to Dunson again. Right side, cuts it back up the middle, and it's going to be right at the goal line, but they're going to be at the three, I think. Yep, it'll be at the two, they say. So, take a ten on the play, and first and goal at the two. So, FEM already up 28-12. to 12. They're looking for more. And Gillum will go up in the center. Stack formation as Gillum takes a snap. He'll hand off to Dunson. Why not? And he dives into the end zone. Touchdown. Effingham. Look at my chicken pulling my pork barbecue. Effingham touchdown. And it's Dunson getting in the end zone for his second rushing score. This time it's from two yards out. And it makes it 34-12, Hart. Donaldson on the hold and gets it down. And a stepped in, boots it through the uprights. Good. And so 35 to 12. FEM takes the lead here with four minutes and three seconds to go in the third quarter. And we'll be back in a 30 seconds. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football on Jack FM. Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you, guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. Now, time for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Washington Field, Washington Stadium. 35-12, to Effingham with the lead. Dunstan's second touchdown of the night. We got a report of the... Uh, Cumberland and Arcola score. Cumberland's leading 25-0. He scored on a 96-yard play there. And it's going to be booted away by Stefton to field it by Rare at about the 10-yard line. And he's got a burst of speed. And he's going to be knocked out of bounds. They're going to say he was just shy of the 30. And that's where Taylorville will set up shop. DJ Latham, one of the first guys there to uh, make the stop for the heart return team. Rare definitely likes uh, taking it down that sideline on those uh, those returns, but uh, none, none, nonetheless, he uh, has another good another good return here for for Taylorville. Let's see if Taylorville maybe can get 
get something, something going or if every game can stop them here again. So it'll be a first and 10 at their own 32, and Odom will go up under center. Odom takes a snap. He's looking to pass, and it's going to be a screen over there too. Rare, and he got some good blocking. He's past midfield, and he's going to be pushed out close to the 40. So another screen pass puts it into Effingham territory. As a throw and a catch. Rare again on the screen. It's a big yardage there, all the way up to the 39. I guess a 29 yard, 29 yard gain there for uh, for Odom Rare for, for Taylorville. So uh, Taylorville in the shotgun this time. Three receivers split out here to the right, and it's going to be a play action pass thrown out here. Screen a two and Neiman. He slips by one tackler, tries to split another, and he's going to carry it to the across the 40 yard line on a short little pass there they're gonna say it may be a gain of one or two they're gonna say a two on the short little screen pass the neiman second down and eight ball at the fem 37 three minutes to go here in the third taylorville trying to not going away quietly no they're not Trying to make it and get back in as Taylorville. Odom will go up on their center. It's going to be a toss out to the right side, and there's a flag that comes flying in. As Thomas Gettings with the carry again. We'll see what the penalty is. As Kane Metzner there on the tackle for FEM. And the referees are discussing what this is, and they're going to say it was holding on Taylorville. So that'll move him back a little bit. And it'll be a 10-yard penalty, so it'll back him up to the 47. So it'll be second down and 18 for Taylorville. It's Taylorville's fourth uh, fourth penalty on the night for 40 yards. I ain't, I'm not sure if all of them were holding. I think at least three out of the four were holding, I believe. It seems like it's been that way and more often than not. So, Odom will be in the shotgun. He's got receivers out on each side. And there's going to be whistles before the play. And I think we got a timeout somewhere. And Taylorville takes it. That's their first of the half. So, we'll take a quick timeout as well. Second down and 18. And when we come back, Taylorville with the ball. Trailing 35-12. to 12. So, we'll be right back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Hearts Football and Jack FM. This is Dr. Chad Ely at FNM Vet Clinic. Consumers say that a positive review makes them more likely to trust a business. So here's a compelling testimonial from a real customer. Thank you, Charlie. We offer lab work, x-rays, and surgery. And our patients leave happier. Well, most of them. Jack, we're sorry you thought we were removing your tonsils. But you should feel like your old self again in no time. FNM Vet Clinic, People's Choice and Pets Choice, 408 North Keller Drive. This is your home for Effingham football, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Effingham High School Homecoming 2023. Hearts 35-12 over at Taylorville, and Taylorville took a timeout there. Score update, Arcola getting on the board. A couple of quick scores there over in Toledo tonight. 
And there's going to be a flag before the play can get going. It looks like somebody took off, and they're going to call a false start or a legal procedure on a Taylorville. And so that will back up the tornadoes even more. Got to drive you crazy for a coach to come out of a timeout only for a penalty. And the bar official over there on the sideline is going to run in and talk to the head head linesman. And they're going to reverse it to a penalty on FEM because they're spotting the ball closer to the first down marker. So... They're going to say it was an encroachment, I guess? I believe so. That was what the signal was, but it'll bring up second and short now. And so instead of second and 13, it'll be second and three. Odom takes the snap. He's flushed out of the pocket. He'll go to his left. He fires. He hits. And it's going to be intercepted oh. by Effingham. And also, he took a shot as well. Wow. Wow. As Odom got it off. And then it was Coberline with the interception, and he gets trucked himself by a Taylorville player and just rocked on that play was Coberline. And Odom also got hit as well. So just big hits all over the place there, but it's an interception, and I think they're going to call it as a roughing the passer on Effingham. Wow. 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 That was... Going to wipe out the interception wow. by Cobra Line. And they're going to call it roughing the passer on the heart. You don't see the shot and the Taylorville player took on. Yeah. Wow. Cobra Line popped right back up. He's used to getting hit last season at fullback. And Coach Hefner That's out there. Now. Yeah. yeah, Coach Hefner is not basically out there almost uh, at the midfield stripe. And uh, finally he'll get his money's worth, and go back to the sideline, and I'll give it to the 27-yard line on the penalty, roughing the passer. And so it's going to be getting, going to get tripped up, and they're also going to say he put it on the turf, but I think he got it back. And so, man, after all that, Taylor almost turns it over on that play. So... Charlie Ring will be one of the first guys to stop him. It was a no-gainer after that roughing the passer penalty. Wipes out the Cobra line interception. And Taylorville looking to get back into the end zone here with a minute 45 to go. As Odom will take the snap, and it's going to be a pump. Throws to his right. He's got a man, but it's way overthrown. Incomplete. And... That was uh, Clark Durbin on the intended reception. And it's going to bring up third and ten. Minute 40 to go. Yeah, that pass was definitely way over way over Durbin, Durbin's head there. He did have a, a step, about a step and a half or two on uh, the FPM defender, but way too far for him to go out and catch. It's third and ten for uh, Taylorville here and. We will Rocky playing here at Washington Safety's Bay Stadium at uh, Foster Field and uh, see what happens hold him here. A little queen on this third down, and Odom's going to take the snap on the shotgun. He's going to roll out to his left. They're trying to set up a screen. It was complete, but it's going nowhere as Nick Martin 
was right there to wrap him up. And there's also a penalty as well as uh, Owen Yonker with the reception. And uh, when Yonker was getting up, he knocked Martin to the ground. But that's where the flag came out. As I don't think there was any malicious intent there. Just a guy popping up. But they're going to call a personal foul on Taylorville. So... That'll be a penalty on the Tornadoes on the extracurricular there, and that'll be backed up all the way to the 44-yard line, and it'll be a fourth and a country mile, fourth and 26. As they need to get to about the 17 or 18-yard line for a first down. That's the sixth penalty on Taylorville for 70 yards. And Odom will be in the shotgun on this fourth and extremely long. Odom takes the snap. He's looking to pass, looking to throw right side, step for step. Durbin fighting for the football, and it's going to be incomplete. It was just short as it was Durbin and Donaldson and Nick Martin. I think it was Nick Martin and uh, Durbin going one-on-one, and it was just incomplete, and that'll be a turnover on downs. Yeah, Odom went with that uh, that hierarchy pass they like likes to throw, and usually he overthrows it. This time he underthrew it, and Durbin had to uh, stop and come back for it. He, he tried he tried to to make the catch, but uh, was unsuccessful and it fell incomplete. So uh, Effingham regains the ball here on after the turnover on downs by Taylorville. Close to midfield at their own forty four yard line, the first and ten. That's where Hart will set up shop. And it's going to be high formation. It's sending Belcher in motion. Gillum is going to hand it off on the reverse to a Belcher. He gets a nice block, and he pulls his head forward across midfield. And he's right at the stick. And uh, so another nice run and a reverse by Belcher. And uh, they are going to say it was a gain of nine there. So it'll be second and one. With 40 seconds and counting in the third quarter. And Gillum's going to go up in our center. Two receivers split out there to the right. And it's going to hand off to Dunstan. He finds the corner, gets it back upfield, and he goes back to the right. And he breaks free. He could be gone. He's at the 10 in the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. Weldon Dunstan. 47-yard run by Weldon Dunstan after a couple of nifty moves to break free. Cutting back up the middle, cuts to the left, and cuts into the end zone for Peter. And it's 41 to 12, Effingham. I look at my chicken, pulling my pork barbecue, Effingham touchdown. Third rushing touchdown for Dunstan tonight. And uh, uh, Donaldson's going to get the uh, point after down, and it's going to be no good as Taylorville is coming pretty hot and heavy on that one, and may even have been partially blocked as well, but. After all that, 47-yard run by Dunstan. It's 41-12, to 23.8 seconds to go in the third quarter, and we'll be right back in 30 seconds. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football on Jack Evan. When the time comes that you can't wait to spend your life with the one you love, consult with Weber's Jewelry in Tutalpas about engagement rings and wedding bands. Weber's Jewelry guarantees the highest standards of exquisite settings and gives you the opportunity to handpick your diamond, whether you choose a natural diamond or the new ever-so-popular lab-grown diamonds. When your heart is sure, visit us at Weber's Jewelry on Main Street in Tutopolis. 
Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Homecoming 2023. As it is Effingham, a 41 to 12 lead over Taylorville. 25 to 12 over on our sister station at WSCRA with Cumberland and Arcola with Cumberland on a top there after a quick score, a couple of quick scores by Arcola and that big run there for Weldon Dunstan. Third rushing touchdown of the night for Weldon. And that gives the hearts a little bit of breathing room here with 23.8 seconds to go in the third. A step in and boots it away. And it's going to be a little short this time. And Neiman's going to field it this time at the 20. And he's going to field it and return it close to the 35. He's still on his feet. And he's finally get pushed back as there was penalty markers on the field as well as there was a couple of players fighting for blocks back here as well. And a couple of players getting tangled up. And Durbin, or Rare, is actually the one that's going to come limping out off the field. It's him, and I can tell if it was him or another Taylorville player was tangled up with that team and it's going to be a penalty on Taylorville couldn't hear what the call was referee's microphone was cutting in and out there so either way it's going to be a big penalty and it's going to be uh, backing him up all the way to the 19 yard line for Taylorville 14.1 seconds to go here in the third. And Taylorville takes over. And Odom will go up on our center. And Odom pitches out on the left side. Carries it up. And Gettings with the carry. And carries it up close to the 25. But he's going to be just short to the 23. And that'll do it for the third quarter. So, after three quarters of play here at Homecoming 2023, it's FEM 41 at Taylorville 12, and we'll be back in one minute for the start of the fourth quarter. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. Say goodbye to busy signals, long hold times, and missed calls. This is Cleet Behrman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. Now you can text us with a question, order a part, even send us a picture of the part you need. You don't need any special equipment. And you can text us from any smartphone. It's faster and more efficient than calling. So supercharge your communication with us. Move to the front of the line for parts and service by texting Crossroads Truck Equipment 217-347-0456. Weston Company Certified Public Accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. This is Effingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Five yards there for Taylorville starting off the uh, fourth quarter. They'll start at the 24-yard line after that five-yard gainer on first. 
Odom will take the snap on our center, and it's going to be a play-action pass. As here comes the rush, step sides one guy, and it's going to be right into the hands. It's going to be a return for a touchdown. Touchdown by the heart. That's Logan Jones. And right. Odom just chucked it, and he went right into the arms of Jones. As returns it all the way back for a TD. Another look at my chicken pulling my pork barbecue touchdown for Effingham. And Donaldson was so excited he ran over to the sidelines. And Zach's got to be the one who holds the extra point attempt. And luckily they got time. It's 47-12 after the return by Jones. And it's going to be a down and up through the upright. So that's the way to start the fourth quarter of your Effingham with a takeaway. And this time, I guess technically a pick six. There we go. By Logan Jones. Yeah, it looked like Odom was just trying to flip it to, uh, I'm not sure he was trying to flip it to on Taylorville, but he ended up flipping it right to Logan Jones, who was able to easily run, run it back for the 24-yard score. Uh, so now Taylorville has a pick six, and so does Effingham. As the Hearts lead uh, 48-12 here with 11.50 left to go in the fourth quarter. First play of the uh, fourth quarter, and it's a good one for the Hearts. As we just took a timeout, so we'll just keep it right here. As a pick six there by Logan Jones. And it's 48-12. to Effingham with the lead. And a Stephen will boot it away, and... Taylor will try again. Costly mistake there. Sure. And Michael Stefton will boot it away. And Taylor will finally get their return team out there. Maybe just to give their offense a little bit of a break, I guess you'd say. I mean, just came off a quarter break, but their return team gets out there on the field. And Rare will be taking it back as well as Neiman. They're standing about the 10. Stefton boots it away, and it's going to be Neiman who's going to field this just shy of the five-yard line. Neiman looking for return yardage on the right side, and he gets it close to the 25, but just shy of that. So that's where Taylorville will set up shop again. Trailing now 48-12, to trying to bounce back after their own pick six. And so they'll set up shop 11-43 to go in the game. And that ball will be spotted at the 24 for Taylorville. And we'll see what they can uh, do here again next week. FEM on the road against Muhammad. Last report we heard it was Muhammad leading 12-7 to over Mount Zion, and Taylorville is going to call a timeout. So that's the second one of the half for them, and so we will take a timeout after all. So we'll be back in uh, 30 seconds with Taylorville taking over here. We're back in 30. You're listening to uh, Jack FM. I have Hearts Football on Jack FM. Weston Company, certified public accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. 
With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. Now, time for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in. As uh, Taylor took that timeout there, Odom's going to be in the shotgun. And he's going to pass it, and it's going to be sacked. Brought him down. That's Eli Mindendorf with the sack. And off the timeout, that's going to be all the way back to the 16-yard line, so maybe a gain or a loss of eight there on the sack by Mindendorf. So this drive for Taylorville not starting off the right way for them. Trailing 48-12 to 12 here. And Odom's going to go back up on our center this time. Then a man in motion. And Odom's going to take the snap turn and hand off to a Getzing. And he's going to take it on the right side and gets a little bit of room to run, but not much. Maybe gain of one or two before the D-line is there to swallow him up. And... Minimal gain at that time. It's still going to be third and long. And they'll be up to the 18-yard line. And they'll bring up third and 18 for Taylorville. And they're actually going to say there's a gain of one, so it'll be a third and 17 technically. Coming up on 10 minutes to go. Odom will be in the shotgun. They got three receivers split out here to the left. And Odom's going to take the snap. He's going to look over here to the left, and the pass is complete short and trying for some room to catch, but it's going to be a stop there. Donaldson's going to be one of the first ones to slow him down. And that pass was caught by Owen Yonker. And that's going to be well short. And so that'll bring up fourth down on the minimal gain. You only gain about four there. And so Zach Donaldson will drop back to receive the punt as Rare will boot it away again. 9 of 30. Not the time, but that's the time remaining in the game. And a Rare boots it away. And Donaldson's going to be sealed it there. And he dropped it. Dropped it, and it's going to be returned by Taylorville, but he can't do that. So it's just going to be returned, or it's going to be Taylorville's ball as... It's going to be a place at midfield there as Donaldson just dropped it. And uh, so Taylorville will take over on another turnover by the Hearts. And uh, there's also going to be a flag of running into the kicker as well, they say. So a little insult. To the penalty there with the penalty, I should say. And it's going to sure. put it at the 50-yard uh, line. I was just going to say, uh, Taylorville couldn't get anything, get anything to go right here in the second half. But no. Uh, some, something just went in their favor there. And couldn't return the, the fumble there, but they had a lot of 
green grass, green turf in front of him. But basically, it's just a a long completion uh, for it, basically. Odom will do a double move and trying to get away from a pressure again by Mike Love. And he just has to get it out of there. And it's going to go incomplete. And there's going to be another penalty. So we'll wait to see what this is on. As it'll be a another penalty, back-to-back penalties here, and they're going to say it was a violation on a Taylorville. Thought that was holding, or someone grabbed a face mask. Well, that'll back up ten-yard penalty. So it'll be first and twenty for Taylorville. Nine sixteen remaining in the game. FEM on top, forty-eight to twelve. I got that as the uh, eighth penalty for Taylorville for uh, 95 yards worth of penalties here tonight. So it'll be Taylorville first and a 20 out of their own 40, and uh, Taylorville will get everyone lined up properly. Two receivers bunched out on each side of the line, and Owen's going to pass. He's going to throw it, passes complete, gets up to about the 45-yard line before he's brought down there. That's a ledge. Laddage, excuse me. And that's going to be a eight-yard pickup, so bring up second and 12. Ball at the 48. 8.30 to go in the game. And uh, Nice little pickup there from uh, Odom to, to Laddage. Uh, still going to be second and 12 for Taylorville. So it'll be uh, Odom in the shotgun. Got three receivers split out on that far side. As Odom. Will take the snap, and he's looking over there to that right side. They throw it short, pass is complete, and a try for some yards after the catch, and it's going to be minimal. But and that's going to be uh, uh, Durbin there on the uh, catch, and Wade Busher there on the stop, and so it's going to be well short. It'll bring up third and seven. They say. A four or five yard pickup there. And so it'll be a third and a 704 Taylorville. See what they draw up here on this third down of play. He's got three receivers split out here on the near side this time. As Odom and the shotgun. And he takes a snap. He's going to roll out here to the right side. It throws back to the left. Pat is complete to McConnell. Shakes off one guy. He's down the sideline. He's got the first down and some. And he finally knocked out of bounds. So McConnell, they're on the screen. Gets it, and it'll be a first and ten after that nice gainer to about the 35. I think they're going to place a, yep, a 12-yard reception there. There's a nice little pass towards the Taylorville sideline for uh, first down for, for Taylorville as they keep the ball moving here on this drive with 7-17 up to go in the fourth quarter. So it'll be Odom. In the shotgun, he empties the backfield out, pumps once, goes, and he's wide open, and oh. it's going to be incomplete. Just missed him. He to- uh, hard totally bit on that fake, and that would have been an easy walk-in touchdown if they would have connected there, but just couldn't connect. No, they couldn't. Yeah, he was. He couldn't bit any more. Any more wide that open. Was Neiman, I think. Yeah, it was. Uh, Neiman, yeah. Neiman, yeah. He kind of. 
fell down trying to trying to catch that and uh <laughs> yeah after he had totally bit on the fake and he was wide open easy easy six there how do you how do you caught that so it'll just be uh incompletion so that'll bring up second down and 10 and taylorville will go up on a center odom and the man in motion, he takes the snap, and it's going to be a toss. Gettings again. He tries to find some space, and he can't get there. Tackled in the backfield by Charlie Ring, and that's going to be a loss. And a loss of two, so it'll bring up third and 12. On to the toss out to Gettings, but just nothing doing there. And so it'll be a third and 12 out of the Affian 37 for Taylorville. And uh, 6.35 to go in the game. Taylorville down a big on the scoreboard here. But they'll try to convert this third down. All right, Odom. After three wide receivers out here to the left. He's looking over there, and the pass is incomplete. It was too high. Laddage was the intended receiver, but it goes incomplete. And so that'll bring up fourth and 12. So, trying to extend this drive, Will Taylorville, but they're in danger of starting off a season 3-0 and and dropping three straight. FEM looking to get back to 500, but in a different way. And uh, so it'll be uh, Odom taking the snap in the shotgun. Two receivers out here on the near side. They're looking over towards that way. Pass to the middle, and it's going to be incomplete. Looking for a Neiman, but it's going to go incomplete, so it'll be a fourth turnover on down for Taylorville. And so FEM will take over with 6-16 remaining in the contest, up 48-12. to 12. It's 44-21, we got a report from the Coles County class. Charleston on a top, so they're looking to be a playoff eligible. FEM still looking to finish things off and getting back to 500, and Winning on homecoming. They're 6-16 away from doing that. And it's going to be Gillum going up on our center. And Gillum will take the snap and he'll hand off their new man in the backfield. And he's going to shake off a couple of tacklers. He's still on his feet. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. 20, 10, 5, touchdown. Dalton Buckles there. On to the touchdown. Looks like it was D.J. Latham there. Uh, D.J. Latham. So D.J. Latham takes it for a touchdown. I look at my chicken pulling my pork barbecue. And uh, that is another score for FEM. 54 points now. That was a 63-yard run for D.J. Latham. And... It'll be a Donaldson on a two hold, Stefton up, and it's good. 63-yard run there for DJ Latham, and it's now with a good extra point, 55 to 12. FEM with the lead, and that will get a running clock for the remainder of this one. And we'll take a quick 30-second timeout. And you're listening to FEM Arts Football here on Jack FM. Weston Company, Certified Public Accountants. 
We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. This is your home for Effingham football, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to FEM High School. DJ Latham with a 63-yard touchdown. It makes it 55-12. to As Stefan Will booted away, and Neiman will receive it at about the five-yard line of trying to pick his spots and returns it up to across the, third, the 25. And I thought I saw a flag come out. Well, I thought, too. So we'll see what the penalty is on. And now the clock will remain running with the 40-plus point deficit, and it's going to be a violation on Taylorville. It's going to be a hold. So, clock will continue to tick down. 55 points, the largest output of the season so far. First team defense will get a nice round of applause and get some other players in there. We'll try to get them as we have them. As Let's see, I see Aiden McCarty in there. We also got Nolan Fearday out there. Jones is out there as well, Logan Jones. He's already got a pick six in this one. Try to identify some more players out there. Odom will take the snap, and he turns the nail hand off, and he gets it close to the 20-yard line. And he's brought down there. Let's see, I see Will Henderson out there. And Will Hecht out there, and he just made the tackle. It's a five-yard gain, just shy of the 20. So second down and five for the Tornadoes. As it'll be Odom up on our center, takes the snap, turns. And he'll hand off straight up the gut, and he almost lost it there on the carry, and they bring him down. And that'll bring up third and a short for the Tornadoes. As it'll be third and five for Taylorville. Ball at the... Uh, 20-yard line is where they're going to spot it. So, in of one, actually. 3.35 to go. A clock ticking down there. And Odom in the shotgun. Takes a snap, and he's just going to run it straight up the gut. He cuts back to the left side. He gets it across the 25, along on the carry for... Taylorville, it's back-to-back carries for him, and that'll pick up a first down. Dean Mitzner on the stop, so that was a gain of about seven, and a first down for Taylorville. Nice job there by Long for Taylorville to get the uh, get the first downs to get some uh, 
get some playing time here for the, for the tornadoes as they just uh, let the clock run down as FEM has a lead 55 to 12 here with uh, about two minutes and 40 seconds left to go here in the fourth quarter. And I see Titan Seaver out there for FEM and Odom takes the snap and it's going to be a pitch out and it's going to be tackled in the backfield long on the carry again. Aiden Windling there on the stop for FEM. And so it'll be a no gainer, I believe, or it'll be second down and ten. Went up on two minutes to go in the game. Uh, six minutes are gone really fast here with this running clock. Sure have. After that last touchdown by DJ. And so it'll be Taylorville and shotgun again. And Odom takes a snap, and it's going to be a pass. And it's going to be incomplete. Just out of the heart, outstretched arms of Gable Mashad was the intended receiver. So that will bring up third and ten for Taylorville. As clock continues to wind down here as Odom will be in the shotgun. And it takes a snap, looking to throw, throws out, pass complete over to the right side. And not going to go very far as Wyatt Hayes was one of the guys to bring him down for a short game. It's going to be short of the first down marker, well short. So that's going to be a fourth and six, under a minute to go. As looks like FEM will come away with the win, 49 seconds and counting from that, getting back to 500, two and one. And the Apollo looks like Taylorville will fall to 0 and three in the conference and three and three overall. And Odom high snap gets it down. It's going to be a run off to the left side and long on the carry again. And that was a nice pop by the. Hearts defender, Hayden Windling, was one of the first guys there to stop him, and I think that'll do it. Taylorville won't run another play. That will do it for this homecoming. 2023, it's a happy homecoming for the Hearts. 55-12 is your final score. FEM comes away with the dub, and they're back to 500. As we go back onto the road next week, taking on Muhammad. There's the fireworks. Going off for the homecoming victory for the Hearts. Cue the victory song. And we'll be back to wrap this one up. Dominic's got the final stats. We'll check on the other area scores. And check on that Cardinal game as well. Maybe not the score, but we did have something happen in that one. So we'll get to that in the postgame as well. So here at FEM with the win on homecoming 55-12. to Your final score up. And we'll be back in a few minutes to wrap this one up. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football on Jack FM. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, The Extreme Green Student Checking Account is sure to make your life a little easier. 
Now let's bring home a win, hearts. Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group. And guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. MERS Heating and Air Conditioning. Do it once, do it right. Comfort for you and your family. Always call on the leader. Hi, this is Pat Gibbon, owner of MERS Heating and Air Conditioning. Your local Lennox dealer. I know that after a long, hard day at work, all you want to do is relax at home. But how can you possibly relax when you can't seem to get comfortable? The house seems warm and stuffy. Well, the MERS team has the solution. We provide free estimates for new systems, prompt installation, and don't forget we have most sizes and types of equipment in stock in our warehouse. Give us a call today at 342-2323 or book online at MERSAC.com. Be sure to ask about our new customer and customer loyalty discounts. Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. The doctor-patient relationship. More essential than words can say. But what if the patient can't put it into words? This is Dr. Chad Ely at FNM Veterinary Clinic. Nothing can take the place of your pet's relationship with their veterinarian. No website or app can examine their eyes, touch, listen, or detect problems early. That's why 9 out of 10 pets say they want that personal relationship with their vet. So before you Google your poodle, call us first with your pet questions. FNM Veterinary Clinic, 408 North Keller Drive, and on Facebook. When the time comes that you can't wait to spend your life with the one you love, consult with Weber's Jewelry in Tutalpas about engagement rings and wedding bands. Weber's Jewelry guarantees the highest standards of exquisite settings and gives you the opportunity to handpick your diamond, whether you choose a natural diamond or the new ever-so-popular lab-grown diamonds. When your heart is sure, visit us at Weber's Jewelry on Main Street in Tutopolis. Say goodbye to busy signals, long hold times, and missed calls. This is Cleet Behrman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. Now you can text us with a question, order a part, even send us a picture of the part you need. You don't need any special equipment, and you can text us from any smartphone. It's faster and more efficient than calling. So supercharge your communication with us. Move to the front of the line for parts and service by texting Crossroads Truck Equipment 217-347-0456. Now, time for the Effingham Football Postgame Report on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Homecoming 2023. It's a happy homecoming uh, for Effingham. 
as they come away with a win of 55 to 12 is the uh, final score as uh, Taylorville scored uh, there with about eight minutes to go in the second quarter and uh, that was it we'll recap the entire scoring but the hearts really started to pour it on there 34 straight points after that at one point it was only a two-point game after that pick six by Taylorville but then it's all FEM after that so what a way to come back there and respond there for the hearts and set the tone with that uh, third long third quarter drive to get on the board as well so let's recap all the scoring here and 55 points put up on Taylorville and that's the largest scoring output so far this season first quarter it was two touchdowns by the hearts as with eight oh four to go 10 play, a 65-yard drive, and it took 2 minutes, 22 seconds off the clock. FEM scored on an 18-yard touchdown by Weldon Dunstan. Point after was good, 7-0. to zero. And also with five uh, or 57 seconds to go in the first quarter, it was a 51-yard strike from Gillum to uh, Lotz, and uh, that made it 14 to nothing at that point. And then in the uh, second quarter, Taylorville, they uh, put up their two scores, and it was a couple of scores in a matter of about 20-some seconds as it was a three-yard touchdown run by Thomas Gettings, and they missed the extra point. It was blocked, so it was 14-6 to six at that point. And then with eight minutes, 15 seconds on the clock, it was a pick six by Baron Odom, and they tried for two to Taylorville, but were unsuccessful. I made it 14-12, to 12. and then one more score before the half as the Hearts took over and it was finished off an eight-play, 50-yard drive. It was a one-yard touchdown run. And QB sneak there by Gage Gillum, and that made it 21-12, to and that would hold until the half. And then FEM went on that long nine-play, 60-yard drive that almost ate up four minutes on the clock, and it was a six-yard touchdown by Gage, and it was 28-12 to after that point, after the made PAT. And then with 4.03 to go into the third quarter, a seven-play drive was finished off there by Dunstan, his second touchdown of the night there. That made it 35-12. to And then with two minutes to go in the third quarter, it was a three-play drive, 47-yard touchdown, and a third touchdown for Weldon, 47-yard variety this time. And the point after would be blocked to make it 41-12 to at that point. And then it was a pick six of the Hearts' own, as it was a pick six by Logan Jones for a turn for a TD on the very first play to begin the fourth quarter. I made it 48-12, to 12. and then to get the 40-point lead and running clock for the remainder of the fourth quarter with about six minutes to go. One play, 63-yard touchdown by DJ Latham, and that made it 55-12. to 12. So FEM scored just about every way, at least getting into the end zone, as no field goal, but it was a W and 55 points put up on the board for the Hearts tonight. 55-12 to 12 is your final score tonight here at Homecoming 2023 as well. And also uh, mentioned that the King and Queen Camden Raditz was the uh, King and it was a Regan Bone, the queen, for 2023 here on Homecoming. Let's take a look at some other scores uh, from around the area while Dominic is uh, finished up with stats or if you're ready 
You can go uh, ahead. I'm ready. I'm ready. Ready, Travis. Uh, all right, go ahead. Take it away. All right. First of all, for uh, Taylor Rose, they fall here tonight to Effingham, 55 to 12. Uh, rushing uh, material had uh, one carry for four yards. Uh, Rare had three carries for three yards. Neiman had that one carry for 20 yards. Odom had uh, 12 carries for 17 yards. And Gettings, he had, uh, he finally ended up in the positive. He had eight carries for three yards in that one, uh, three yard touchdown. And Long came in late, had, uh, four carries for eight yards. Uh, Odom passing wise, he was 15 to 32 for, uh, 189 yards and, uh, 40, 47%, 47% passing for Odom, uh, receiving for Taylor Ver. Taylorville uh, Rare had five catches for 103 yards. Uh, Durbin had two catches for uh, 39 yards. Neiman had three catches for 14 yards. Yonker had one catch for four yards. Laddish had one catch for eight yards. And McConnell had four catches for 12 yards. And I penalties were a killer tonight for Taylorville. I have them down for nine penalties for 105, 105 yards. Um, Taylorville just couldn't get anything going at all in the in the second half. Um, at one point, it was a two point game early on in the first half. It was it was uh, fourteen fourteen to twelve, but uh, Effingham just broke it up, um, broke it uh, broke it open in the second half, and they were able to come out in the third quarter and just run 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 the ball all over all over Effingham and uh, just keep putting keep putting points on the board. And uh, they win here tonight, fifty five to twelve. Over Taylorville on the homecoming. Let's look at the stats for Effingham. Gage Gillum um, rushing. He was uh, he had seven seven carries for uh, for 52, 52 yards. Weldon Weldon Dunstan. He had uh, twenty four carries for one hundred eighty yards, three touchdowns. And DJ Latham late there in the game, just one carry for sixty three yards, sixty three yard touchdown. And uh, Gage Gillum passing, he was uh, nine of thirteen, uh, nine of thirteen for 129 yards, and uh, he had one passing touchdown to uh, two lots and 69 percent completion. But he did have he did have two two interceptions, but uh, overall, well well played game for for Gillum and the Hearts. Lots five catches, 95 yards, and touchdown. Belcher two catches for 20 yards. Reed one catch. Uh, for 12 yards, Effingham only had only had four penalties for uh, 25 yards, and like I said, they were just able to run run all over run all over Taylor on the, uh, the second half. Weldon Dunstan had two two of his three touchdowns in the the third quarter, and uh, just just an outstanding performance. What I'm sure Coach Hefner and the rest of the coaches wanted to see out of Effingham. We talked last week about they had to fix themselves before, uh, you know, fixing uh, anything else. I, I think they've, uh, I don't know if everything's completely fixed, but if it's not, it's well, well on its way to being, uh, being uh, fixed. And I know they have some tough opponents uh, coming up. You know, next week you got to go to Muhammad. And you got to come back and uh, face, here at home, face Mount Zion. And then the last game's on the road at Centralia. But, uh, that hearts and their their fans and the the uh, the high school kids will definitely uh, relish this one 
tonight and uh, tomorrow night at the homecoming dance and uh, take the weekend and uh, move, move on from there and get ready for Muhammad. But, uh, they definitely put on a clinic clinic here tonight against uh, Taylorville, especially in the second half. And uh, just uh, hopefully, hopefully this is a thing of a sign of things to come. Uh, Travis in the next next few weeks is uh, this gets them to three and three and. Uh, you know, these next three games are, I mean, every game is important. These next three games are definitely important. If Effingham wants to uh, have a shot at the playoffs, you know, need to win two two out of the next three. But uh, we know, we both know it won't, won't be easy, but definitely a, a nice start with this 55-12 victory here tonight. Yeah, and uh, have a safe homecoming as well, also sure. important as well. And uh, speaking of, Muhammad will be there next week and uh, they took home of the victory as uh, they won over Mount Zion a 26 to a 7 so uh, they uh, control their own uh, destiny and uh, they're kind of in the clubhouse right now uh, sitting uh, pretty with uh, looking at a third straight Apollo Conference title uh, there so uh, they stopped Mount Zion's undefeated uh, season and we'll see them winners of a five straight are Muhammad next week there but again a final score 55 to 12 here for FEM with a win on homecoming and had an update there from st louis it's not about the score cincinnati's winning 19 to 2 but mr adam wayry had an at bat tonight there in the sixth inning he grounded out to second base but he got an at bat we'll see if he gets any more on the weekend but only highlight he was uh he was really Bug, putting Cranking bug him in, out in BP at a home run today. Yeah, I know he's really putting a bug in the ear, bug in the ear of uh, Oliver Marmol to get got uh, new batting gloves and everything. Get get, a, get uh, at least one more bat anyway. Maybe he might get one more. Who knows? But uh, glad to see him getting his bat anyway. Yeah, nineteen to two there wow. in uh, St. Louis. Uh, let's check on some other scores uh, from around the area. Carlinville forty-five to twenty over North Mac. Uh, Shelbyville fifty to seven over Macon Meridian. Uh, it was uh, Clinton thirty-five to thirteen over Tuscola. Paris forty-one to eight over Newton. Fifty-six to twenty Mount Carmel winner over Olney. Uh, Arthur forty-three twenty-three over Nokomis. Fifty to twenty-one of Charleston uh, taking the Coles County Clash there. So Trojans improved to five and one. They are playoff eligible now. Villa Grove fifty-five to twelve over Sarah Gordo. One-point victory for Warrensburg Latham fourteen to thirteen over Central A&M. Lawrenceville, six-point win over Robinson, 26-20. Casey all over the rivals. Marshall, 55 to nothing there. So another shutout for Casey. That's five out of six games this season. Shutout wow. for the Warriors and uh, blowout of their rival tonight. And they got Mount Carmel next week. That'll be a doozy in the LIC. Uh, Litchfield, 53 to 19 over Gillespie, and uh, Sullivan, 27 to zero over Sagamaw Valley. And again, FEM, 55-12 to 12 here over Taylorville. FEM proves to a 3-3, and 2-1 in the Apollo Taylorville. 3-3 three and three overall, 0-3 oh in the Apollo Conference. It's 5-1, and one, Muhammad on tap for next week, and that's when we will talk to you again. Make sure you stay tuned to our family of networks for everything that's involved in Wainai football, Cardinals baseball, for the final weekend of the regular season. But a big shout-out to Derek back at the studio for helping us getting on and off the air tonight. Thanks to Dominic for coming along for the ride, keeping stats and with the uh, color commentating. And uh, 
We will talk to you next week. This is Travis Sparks saying have a good and a safe homecoming out there at FEM, and we'll talk to you next week. For now, it's back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM. Have a great evening, everybody. Weston Company, certified public accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. This has been a presentation of Effingham High School Football. Thanks for listening. We now return you to regular programming.